0: What's up guys? This is Mark here the world's strongest man. You're listening to Bob Culture Podcast. Welcome into a very special AMWF Full gear predictions panel episode of the bcp shameless promo we got to get it out of the way thanks for paying the bills funkenstein wrestling superstore located in english town flea market new jersey they are open from 8 a.m to 3 p.m in the blue building you're going to get wrestling figures star wars figures Ghostbusters, retro video games, all that great stuff. Check them out online at FunkensteinWrestlingSuperstore.com and check them out on eBay as well. Heather and Dan, thank you so much for everything and sponsoring the show. We love you guys. Also got a shout-out, Standalone Wrestling Contest of Champions, December 3rd. We got the Super Camp for the wrestlers. We got the Fan Fest over in Tom's River, New Jersey. And we have the show, the icon Sting will be there. Jerry Lawler, Sergeant Slaughter, so I mean, too many names to name. Kimmy's probably worked with all of them. I'm very excited, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome into the show. You know her from literally everywhere. She is Maria Cannell's personal protege. You know her from Kimmy Talks Wrestling, the BCP, the PopBreak.com, Elite POV. She's killing it right now. Almost graduating college, Excalibur. I don't know how you do it. Please welcome to the show, Miss Kimmy. Kimmy, Kimmy, so cool. Kimmy, what up?
1: Damn, way to keep that really short, Rob. I'm good. Kyle has made it to America. I'm meeting Kyle for the first time on Saturday in person. I'm really excited. I get to go to Rampage, get to go to Full Gear. I got to miss class today. It's a good day.
0: Love it, Kimmy. And uh, exclusive breaking news right here. Them BCP boys will be at Full Gear on Saturday. We will be there. So I hope to see you, Kimmy. I hope... To meet Kyle, and I wish this handsome guy was coming to full gear, man. I want to meet this guy, give him a big hug. I bet he smells good. I just feel like he smells good. He's very handsome. Please welcome back to the show. You know him from the Mr. Warren Hayes shows, and I'm not just saying this. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to every single week. He's very smart. He's very handsome. I may or may not be a big fan of his. Mr. Warren
2: Hayes, welcome back to the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well, and yes, I, do. I pride myself on smelling nice. Yeah. Like, like you, know, you know, there's like just certain things. But it's funny because it is something that I'm like, you know, I, 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 I you know, I seek out sense, you know, different sense. Right now, for your information, what I'm using, uh, currently, uh, despite the fact that you know I work from home remotely, you know, but you know, sometimes you just do it for yourself, right? Yeah, that's- <laughs> sometimes, it- um, these uh, at Lush Cosmetics, they have like these, uh, uh these bars, which are like, l- like, um, like a stone. And, and you just rub, you rub against your, 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 your pits, right? The smelly pits, yeah. you rub the, 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 stone thing and it's sort of, it's sort of gran It creates granules and it sort of, it just leaves a little film. So what it, it's cool because there's no aluminum, like as, you know, uh, deodorant that you get at the drugstore or whatever. Very true. And, you, and you know, sometimes it just makes you feel icky. You, you, you know, it makes you feel sticky and whatnot. It's nice and dry. Great protection. It's deodorant. It's not any perspirant, which. Automatically means that it's better for you. It's not working on your brain. Um, what were we talking? We wrestling, right? This is why we're here.
0: Yeah, I know it's so. Guys, sponsor Warren's show, man. I mean, he's he smells yeah. good. You know, give give Warren Hayes a call. He's blowing up. Come right? on,
2: Lush Lush Cosmetics. What are you waiting for? That's I'm right it. here.
0: That's it, man. Warren, it's so good to have you. Big smile on my face right now. Guys, thank you for joining the chat. Please stick around, share the chat, subscribe on uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. Joseph, Randy in the chat saying, "Hey, podcast team." Wayne saying, "What's up, guys?" Kristen Ash got a shout her out saying, "Evening, folks." We are excited to talk about all these full gear matches. I'm excited for this card. Um, we bought tickets today. We're going to the show. Got to be there. Everyone's going. I, I, I was at uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut last night. Stellar dynamite show. One of my favorites there in person. It was great. Lots to talk about. Kimmy, I'm going to throw it to you. Where would you like to start first on this card? Oh, that's
1: that's never a good thing. That's kind of scary. Um, because, you know, Oh, everyone's gonna be like, oh, she's gonna start with Britt, but we're we're gonna save Britt. You know, Britt needs her time. I'm not gonna go to Nyla because she beat me up too. Warren, I don't know if you saw. Nyla Rose is now coming after me too. I'm
2: okay with it. Well, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, Nyla does what Nyla has to do. Let's put it that. Way.
1: <laughs> Very rude. Don't worry, I'll be repping my baddies tomorrow as I should. So we're gonna start with what was announced on the Tony Con media call that I got to be on today. Because on the zero hour, we will be having Ricky or whoever the winner is after tomorrow's Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks match versus Brian Cage in the AEW World Heavyweight Championship semifinals. And then the finals will be on this Wednesday at Dynamite.
0: Very well said. Kim. Rob,
1: did you not know that?
0: No, that's great. No, I'm, I am I just threw it to you so I could do tech and share it everywhere. Um, that being said, Kimmy... Um, That's really awesome, and since you brought it up, let's throw it right back to you. We'll boomerang it. Um, What do you think think about this one?
1: I mean, I almost said that I, you know, Ricky Starks, because I think Ricky Starks should win. He should go all the way. I mean, I know that our article tomorrow, I very much fought with Mike over this match, but I think Ricky Starks deserves it. I think his promo that he cut to enter the Eliminator was so good. He's super hot right now, and I really think AEW needs to capitalize, so I think Ricky Starks is going to win.
0: Yeah. Copy and paste, but yeah, take a drink, everyone, but got to copy. Good, and paste. I
1: have alcohol this time. Oh
0: boy. Oh boy. Ricky, uh, Ricky Starks. We got to talk to him. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of names today, guys. I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's just happening. Get the dustpan for all the names we're dropping. We got to talk to him at Baltimore Celeb Fest a little bit, man. And he's feeling the momentum right now. He cut some cool promos as well after grand slam went off the air. Very emotional. He's hungry right now for all the reasons in the world. It has to be Ricky Starks. Uh, Warren, do you, think it's Ricky as well
2: moving forward? Well, oh, there's no, there's like, like for tomorrow. Absolutely. Like there's no, uh, no tomorrow, Saturday. See, I, it's already Friday in my head. Yeah. No, uh, but, but he's, he's, he is indeed winning at Rampage and he is defeating Brian Cage as well. He is going on to fight Ethan Page at Dynamite. That is unquestionable. That's it. it, it I think it goes with, uh, if, you, if, it, if you're thinking any other scenario you haven't been paying attention. It's just as simple as that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very simple. I think we can move forward here. Ray, uh, Wayne Ray Keener in the chat saying, I agree Ricky Starks in that match for sure. Vince The Voice weighing in from uh, Home Depot in Middletown, Connecticut. We love Vince The Voice. Jeanette Erickson, welcome to the chat. Guys, please share the chat. Let us know who you got in these matches. And since you brought her up, Kimmy, let's talk about Nyla Rose taking on or maybe defending her TBS championship against the TBS. No, she's not
1: champion. You don't say. She stole it, okay? What? This might have got me beat up a month ago, but she's not champion. She stole it. Tony Khan has tweeted this that any media that Jade has done, they had to get another title for her to do it because she stole it. Nyla Rose is a thief. She should be arrested. She shouldn't even be in this match, to be honest shouldn't even be in the match.
0: Are you picking Jade Cargill to win or possibly retain the TBS championship here?
1: Um, She's retaining because, like I said, she stole it. There yeah. is a, um, something illegal she committed. As the fourth <laughs> baddie, I need to rep my baddies. So Jade will be winning, and Nyla will go to the back of the line like she should because, yet again, she stole the title, Rob. Stole.
2: Wow. I don't know what. what I mean. It, this is. It's not hard to understand here, Rob. You know, Kimmy's put it out very plain. It plain spoken English, Rob. You live in a place where there, there's an English town. Do you need to go to the English town to speak more English, Rob? Is this why, is this the thing? Um Here's a. <laughs> I really I've really enjoyed this angle and I was talking about it with with Kristen in the chat by the way shout out darling uh we were talking about it just today how simple an angle it is right it's like it's the old schooliest of old school wrestling angles you know nefarious uh heel steals the championship belt from from the baby face although you know, Is Jade a babyface? That's debatable, but you know, but steals the babyface and makes off with it, pretends they're the champion, so on. So it's like perfect, right? And ever since they started letting, uh, uh, or you know, whoever, right? I say they started, but ever since Nyla started being her Twitter personality on TV, she's been nothing but golden, nothing but great stuff. This has been a fantastic, a fantastic mid card little angle that you, you don't need 6 hours of storytelling to get the point across we get it everyone has been playing their parts perfectly um and and uh it, it's just been tremendously entertaining but jade is going to retain i i that i think that there there's not much of a question here and you know you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of when chris jericho was slated to lose to Goldberg during the streak back in WCW, right? And Jericho started to do the goofy stuff with Goldberg, you know, because he was like, he went to, he was like, look, if I'm going to lose, because I'm going to lose, right? This is the point. I'm going to lose. If I'm going to lose, I'm at least going to have a little fun with it. I'm at least going to have to try and get myself over now, the difference is that Goldberg pulled the plug even. He was like, no, I'm not going to do it, brother. This guy's being too goofy. I ain't going to do it. There. I br- thought br- you were br- only
0: saying nice things about Goldberg this, this year. Once brother. a week. Fair enough. <laughs> Check out Warren's show's show. on Tuesday.
2: We're good. Go subscribe to Warren's
0: channel right now. Mr. Warren Hayes, do it. I, he does this bit on Goldberg. It is gold. <laughs> no pun intended.
2: Go ahead. I mean, I'm how sorry. many people, how many people have maintained their new year's resolution th- this this hard, right? Because this was a new year's resolution to say one nice thing a week about Bill Goldberg. I've been pretty good. I've done it every week. I've been pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Dude, I love it. And guys, really seriously, not just putting him over because he's here. Mr. Warren Hayes channel, there'll be big handsome face next to it. Hit that subscribe button right now. You won't regret it. I I watch it, I listen to it every week. Lots of jades in the chat. I'm going the other way. I'm I'm getting cute today, man. I, I don't know what it is. I'm feeling good. I'm hyped, maybe. I'm picking with my heart a little bit, uh, which Bill always tells me is never a good idea. Just for the sake that she stole Kimmy's hat, that made me very happy. But also because... So real, you're a heel. Real talk. I, I don't even know. I, I turned heel a long time ago. Let's be real. Um, That's a different story. That being said, I thought it was very cool that Nyla showed up at Baltimore Celeb Fest unannounced not only because with the TBS championship, uh, getting in the baddies' face, having that confrontation with you, Kimmy, having fun with the fans. But that being said, I thought it was really cool for the fans to have someone that wasn't announced going around, taking pictures with the fans, um, doesn't mean she's gonna win, but I like that extra mile stuff. Literally extra mile where she's coming from wherever she was coming from, uh, not too far. away couple home hour drive where, well, in yeah.
1: Washington.
0: Well, I was trying not to say that, but yeah. But basically, right, um, driving where, from where she had to drive from, go make the appearance, have fun with that. Really going the extra mile on an off day. I think that's really cool. If you're going into the psycho analyzing of it all, it's you know it's been done before. The stealing the title. I'm never really a huge fan of it. But that being said, I like it this time around. It's fun. Like, to Warren's point, this is the Nyla that we see at conventions or see it on Twitter, who's always so fun and nice and uh, is great. And I think instead of her being like the, like, which she will be, the dominant beast, uh, Nyla is, is showing this personality and it's great. So what if, like, the mind games in itself, we've seen Jade not necessarily rattled, but maybe a little flustered, a little thrown off because of all this. Um, let's be real, Jade, Jade. We've say it on every podcast is going to be a contender for the women's world championship. Who's going to take it off, Jade? Um, and and that question is yet to be answered. I'm getting cute with this one. I'm I'm gonna say give it to Nyla right now. I'm just I I love everything she's doing. Maybe I'm picking with my heart a little bit. It is not the smart bet right now. Nothing against Nyla, but I think it makes sense. All because of the craziness. Maybe something with the baddies. I'm trying to think outside the box. We got Marina. We got Vicky. Uh, in her corner. Why not? I'm getting really cute. I-, I think there might be a lot. Possibly I'm getting too cute. A lot of title changes. Kimmy, so politely raising your hands.
1: So I'll say a couple things that I. So I said this on Elite POV. That I think it'd be cool. And Kyle shunned me for this. So in Impact. They have this thing called Option C. So he, so basically, if you're the X division champion, you could trade in your X division championship to get a shot at the world title. So since Jade has defeated everybody, what if Jade traded in the TBS title and then they start like a tournament? Cause Tony Khan loves tournaments, as he said today on the media call, and Jade beats Tony Storm. And then you get to build a new female talent for 2023. But if that doesn't happen, I think Mercedes is coming out on Saturday.
0: It's, uh, and those are great theories moving forward. Uh, just in terms of Jade versus Nyla here. I know I'm getting cute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Nyla. I think there's just going to be some shenanigans or something. And and this is going to be fun. Like, kind of want to just have her keep that title and make it legit. But uh, let's move forward here. Um, wow, people are saying Statlander is going to come back and take it off Jade. Very interesting in the chat. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Let's go with duh, 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 definitely not reading this. Let's go with the acclaimed versus swerve in our glory. So much to talk about on this one, Warren. I'll throw it to you first. What do you think about this match? Because these guys have had several, I would say, possible match of the year bouts so far.
2: They've had they, they've had some surprisingly good matches. I think they had a match of the night at uh, All Out this uh, All Out 2022 uh unquestionably and it's hard and i mean but i mean on top of that like on top of any anything the acclaimed right now is one of the top three acts in the ew uh it's just crazy how stupid over they are with with the audience with all the uh the shenanigans uh, that they do. And, uh, and I think it's all the more power to them because this, look, this is what I like about the acclaim. Cause I'm not, I'm personally, very personally, just, and every, it's not an act for me. Like the acclaim, the, 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 the scissoring, the, you know, the music videos, the rapping, it does nothing for me. It's a little too sports entertaining if you get where I'm coming from. Um, but, um, but I, I cannot but not be. Uh, I cannot find but not find it amazing, actually just how these guys came together. Cause they were, they were absolutely like just two guys that Tony, Tony Khan put together is like be a team and they can't, they come out. They were the, they were the, the, the prelim, you know, cheap heat for the baby face team to just squash in a match. That's what they were doing for, for months upon months, upon months. They do the, the, the thing with the guns, suddenly everything's this stuff starts to click everyone start they start getting over and it just ballooned from there so as opposed so when you when you put them face to uh, face with swerving your glory i i'm I'm enjoying the idea of a rubber match you know like it's like you know each one each team has a win let's do the final one I'm really into it this has the potential to be a lot of fun I think I think they're I think their match at full gear, excuse me, at all out, as much as I enjoyed the, the, the Arthur Ashe one it was a little bit better. I enjoyed that one a little more. Full, the, the Arthur Ashe match was pretty good, but I enjoyed the, the, and you know, if they want to crank one out again, I'm all for it. They, they, they've had some really good encounters. Plus on top of that, you really have to wonder, is this the moment where Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland really go bye bye at this point? And it's just crazy how, you know, it, look, we saw it this week on Wednesday, and it I think this Wednesday remind served to remind us how much of a superstar presence Swerve has. Just coming out with the swagger and the attitude, and he just looks, he looks the part. He looks like a million bucks. He's a guy that you could give a reality show to, you know what I mean? And- he and he had a fun little match with Anthony Bones that he won. And I'm kind of feeling it. I'm kind of feeling that this is this is the end. This is going to be the 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 final story bump in the Keith Lee Swerve Strickland Association. I think we're moving on from this.
0: A lot of people in the chat agreeing with you, Warren, um saying Keith Lee and Swerve implode. I'm seeing a lot of scissors in the chat. Uh, Ace on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Thanks for checking in. Do you all think that Samuel laid down for Jarrett? We'll talk about that later. We'll get to that. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, very well said, Warren. I am I think there's a lot of moving parts here. I, I got some interesting theories, but I'll throw it to you, Goodest Sister. What do you have?
1: I have some th- thoughts on that Ring of Honor Championship match, so we should go to that next. Okay. But But anyway, so, so I'm not the fondest person that this went to a rubber match because I think that, there are so many tag teams that could have been in this spot. But I get why they did it, because obviously Swerve is gonna turn on Lee to build to that match in Keats' hometown of Texas for winter is coming, which is AEW's next special. But obviously they claim we're gonna win here. It's just a matter of time before hopefully FTR gets that shot because I know TK got pretty feisty today when people were asking about FTR. And then he's like, It's they're too good like they're so good. I have so many good people to put on TV. And I'm like, yeah, but they hold all of these titles and they're insanely over Tony Khan. So let's think about this logistically. But yeah, obviously the acclaim are gonna win. And this probably has a chance to be match of the night. There's obviously other matches, but acclaimed. Yay.
2: Can we talk about FTR for a second? Of course, brother. Come on. Got you, bro. Cause I don't understand why people are so bugged about, I don't like, I, when is FTR? I saw FTR wrestle two weeks ago. They were in Japan. They defended their titles in a great match against uh, the United Empire. It was great. Two weeks before that, they were in London and they were defending their titles against uh, another fantastic team. So, so, you know, cause I, I think I blame Conrad Thompson basically for this discussion. Cause he tweeted out, I miss FTR and I'm like, bro, do you watch wrestling? It, we're fine, and 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 it's especially weird coming from. And, and no disrespect, I'm not trying to, but it's weird when that kind of stuff comes from Conrad, who grew up in an era where your champions didn't wrestle on TV. You'd keep them away. You'd bring them out for the big shows. Now you can argue, learn. There's a big show now this Saturday. Where is the FDR? Uh, okay, fine. Okay, I'll give you that, but. The point being is, it doesn't matter if your champions aren't wrestling every week. And FTR happened; they were on TV last week. They were on TV last week, and they were side eyeing the acclaimed and their titles, dropping little, 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 little breadcrumbs to an eventual fight. I'm actually right now one of the one of the hottest matches that Tony Khan has up his sleeve, and you'd be stupid to think that he doesn't realize it. Is the acclaim versus FTR because both of both of those teams are so friggin' over. And, and the fact that they're wearing all these titles and people are like, yeah, but give them the AEW title. They have their champions in three different promotions. Okay, Ring of Honor, all right, but they're they have three different sets of, of belts. Come on, like, I don't understand. What this huge controversy is over FTR, would I personally like to see them wrestle more? Yes, because I think they're a fantastic team. However, every match that they have had this year has been gold. Gold to super gold. So, it's, you know, it's always this question of quantity versus quality. FTR are booked like seminal champions. I don't know what to say. Like, I, I honestly, frankly, don't get it.
0: Wow. Very interesting, and I appreciate you saying that, Warren. It kind of plays into what I'm thinking here, and I'm not getting cute. In fact, I'm not happy about what I'm about to say, and I hope I'm 100% wrong. Um, I was at uh, Bridgeport last night for AEW. I saw the finish to the match, um, and this isn't a blame thing or anything, fantastic match. When when Bowen's, it was some sort of package pile. I, w- I wasn't on hard cam side, so I kind of saw it from behind. It was some sort of package the jtl out. yeah yeah that uh swerve sort of hit uh, on bowen mm-hmm. it looked real bad i mean i wasn't on the side and this is no blame thing whatsoever it happened you know where you are it's, this is part of the business uh and it looked real bad and i was like oh like i hope he's i thought maybe it was his neck or something he played up the shoulder on the way out like the ref walked him out whatever but I, i'm thinking like um because the doctor came over right away um and was checking on him and then the ref came over later and, you know, they walked him out and all that stuff. And, you know, he's in good spirits. And, and I can't say enough good things about Bowens as, as a human, um, as a wrestler. Oh, he- I, I think he's going to be, um, you know, ever since we, we talked him way back in WrestlePro, just nicest guy ever. Uh, I can't say enough good things. And I think he's going to be a great single star one day. I really, really do. He's so innovative in the ring. But uh, if you saw on Twitter today, I don't know if they're playing it up or not. Um, maybe I'm getting worked here. Uh, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm getting worked.
1: Um, you are. He had, he had, he He's a hundred percent fine.
0: He's hundred percent fine. I He's was. Fine. I was concerned from the from the moment the impact hit. Like I was like, ooh, like that didn't look good to me. Da, da, da. Um, Maybe they got me good. Uh, that being said, I, I was concerned. My my gut is if that is if you are not able to compete, you're not able to compete in terms of medical stuff right that's what i'm speaking of right if you, if you can't go if you want to go but you can't um that being said the easy fix there what warren was talking about ftr comes in we're not doing any of this interim blah 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 like hey he's out for x months we got to defend the titles let's do it now ftr takes on swerve and keith not what you want i hope i'm completely wrong i don't think that's gonna happen this is contingency this is contingency uh if i'm getting worked here first of all I hope I'm getting where I hope you're good, Bowens. I I saw that ending. I was concerned before I saw the stuff on Twitter and all that stuff today. Um, That being said, my original pick is the Acclaim. If everyone's good, it has to be the Acclaim. What what more can you do with Keith Lee and Swerve? Lee doesn't wrestle that much, uh, which is fine. I I think it it works for him. It's perfect. Um, But you had this great match at All Out, I believe. I thought that was the one where it's like, that might be my match of the year right now. Had the acclaimed one there, I, I was like, I'm mean, gonna call that one in the ring. It's this good, the crowd's this hot. Like, do it here. Like, yeah, I know we want to wait and do it at the hometown, and that's fine too. I was there, it was great, but like, call I selfishly, I'd rather have it. Not in the whole... Because it was so good. That match was Mm -hmm. so good. Mm -hmm. Like, call it into... Like, change it. This crowd's so hot, Just Mm -hmm. do it. That's a moment. Stole the pay-per-view, like you said, Warren. Then you had the second match. Really, really good. A few uh, awkward moments here and there. Um, It was still a really good match. This match is probably going to be amazing. Like, this could be a combination of all of them. That being said, I hope that Bowens is okay. That's, like, my biggest concern. Maybe I'm getting worked here, Kimmy. Maybe you're completely right. I I hope I'm wrong. Um, That being said... I'm going to go acclaimed. If there's an audible and contingency plan, I'm going to go FTR, strangely enough. And I, I, hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong on that. As Kimmy's giving me uh, weird looks. Mike Mueller, welcome to the chat. Check out his podcast. Of course, uh, Sweet Chin Musings. Mueller is strangely in tune with WWE booking. It's crazy. Let's talk
1: about Jungle... And that's why he's not here. That's wow. That's why he's not here.
0: Shots fight forever. Um, let's talk about Jungle Boy versus... Versus Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. I'm actually super excited for this one. what's your level of excitement here, and uh, who do you think's walking out with the
2: dub? Um, my level of excitement is contingent to how high Jungle Boy will fly off the cage. Uh, that's. I think that that that's the given. Um, I like. Um, look, I'm. Um, I, I know that the the Jungle Boy Christian Cage stuff was sidetracked because of Christian's injury. And, you know, now we're sort of trying to go down a direction as best we can with what we have with Luchasaurus and so on and so forth. I feel like this story's dragged, but I also understand why it's dragged. So this has to be an exclamation mark. This has to, you know, we have to mark this as you know, closing a chapter as opposed to closing a book. Um, Jungle Boy absolutely, like absolutely has to win here. Like he, this is his, he, he needs this. He, he's, he needs this win more than anything. He got squashed at all out. He lost against Luchasaurus again uh, on TV. Um, Now we're, we're, you know, now we're doing this. He has to, he has to overcome Cage is still going to be out for a while with the with the injury, so it's not something that we can immediately get into. Uh, but uh, I hope that this is what I hope. I hope Jungle Boy wins. I hope he. Uh, I, I I hope he he gets a side program to the Christian Cage thing, sort of to make even make us forget that Christian Cage is around, kind of thing. Give him a little something to do while Cage heals up. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Christian Cage, like in February, shows back up, and we had forgotten about him, and he just, you know, creams Jungle Boy, and we're like, oh, okay, here we go. We're going in- into this next chapter. We need to warm up Jungle Boy a little more again, I feel, to get back to Christian Cage. But I, you know, I say that without actually thinking that it's Booking's fault. Injuries happen. We're doing the best we can with what we got here. You know, am I excited? Am excited? It's not, the mo- it's not the one I'm most excited for. I'm curious to see what's going to happen, mostly for the outcome and what lies ahead for old Jack Perry. Oh, does that make sense?
0: It, it makes too much sense. I was literally going to say, how do I follow that, man? I can't follow Warren. When he's this hot. Kimmy, help me out here.
1: So why do you got to let me do it? That's just not fair. <laughs> because,
0: because you are more skilled than me. What
2: do you got? Because you have the bow. Because you have the bow. That's it. Oh, because like- I
1: have the bandana, so I'm like the present. Bandana. Okay.
2: It looked like a bow.
1: I tied it like a bow because I wanted to be fancy- Going, okay, going there you the, go. So, okay. Going for the wrestling
0: fashion when uh, Deanna okay. and Macklin got it, though. Sorry, Kimmy.
1: Well, you, well, okay. So, first of all, you rob Seth Rollins. You rob me. <laughs> you rob everybody. So, this is not even a debate. And this is the, um,
0: always a heel. It's no an anyway,
1: situation. Back to Jungle Boy. So, I am not looking forward to this match at all. I agree with Warren. This is literally dragged out through the summer. And I think Jungle Boy needs to move on. I understand why we can't because Christian has a boo boo. So, you know. Now we got to wait a little bit, but Jungle Boy desperately needs this one. I hope the match is good for my own sake since I'm going to be in attendance, but I could really care less about this match and this feud at this point. <laughs>
0: Oh wow! I'm 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 actually excited for this one a lot. I, I like both personas. I like the cage aspect. I like what Warren said about the high flying. Real quick in the chat, Warren is on fire tonight. Uh, incorrect. Warren's on fire every night. Uh, check out his channel, Mr. Warren Hayes. Uh, this Thank is you. why he's here. Shameless promo. Uh, that being said, I'm a big Luchasaurus guy. Like selfishly, I want Luchasaurus to win. Not a fan of the big like. He's a heel. He's a face. He's heels. He's a face. like just pick one. That's fine. I know we're getting cute and betrayal and mind games. But when when sometimes there's too many moving parts. That being said, I like this persona when they did Dark Luchasaurus or Evil Luchasaurus with the black mask and the you know the fire and and the new music and the Jurassic Park. You know, I was so in, man. I I, I ate it right up. I love me some Luchasaurus, man.
2: I think we I, I think we do have to mention though, uh, that, that I, 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 and I'm glad you brought it up, uh, Rob. That his. Um, uh, I, I, I ultimately, at least in this leg of the uh, of the uh, of the story here, uh, Luchasaurus has clearly been a winner in 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 adopting this new, you know, Kane like persona. For right? Sure. If we want to if we want to go if we want to make like uh, uh, these types of comparisons, you know, just a huge heater comes out, just runs through everyone. I think we were getting a little, a little tired of the, the, the jungle thing that lot of the, you know, the, the dinosaur thing. The, you know, I think it was, it, it had run its course. It's, a, there's a refresher for him here. So as much as I'm interested to see what they do with Jack Perry, uh, I'm curious to see what's next for Luchasaurus. Cause I kind of feel like. In this universe that is AEW right now, where you have guys like Malachi Black, you know, who is clearly going to be, you know, back soon. You've got guys like Brody King. You have a Miro who's just, you know, hovering around. Just There's possibilities for Luchasaurus to get into these really fantastic big dude, you know, I'll, I'll swing a kick at your face fights. Bring us back some of that lucha underground luchasaurus that we did that that sort of exposed us to him all and i feel like this aggressive nitty gritty kind of persona that he's got has some value to it so i think i think ultimately he's he's a winner here it added some some fuel to a to a shtick that maybe was a little uh, a little tired
0: yeah, very, very well said, as always, Warren. And uh, Mike Mueller in the chat saying, uh, Luchasaurus is so good, especially for his age. Uh, he's 65 million years old. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, he's killing it. But um, that being said... Um, I'm excited for this match because big Luchasaurus fans selfishly. I want Luchasaurus to win here. But yeah, you said it, Warren Kimmy. Um, Jack Perry needs to win here. Um, you know, we've said it on the show. This is kind of the evolution, uh, no pun intended, of Jack Perry here. Th- this is great. I think we're going to get that moment. Besides the high flying moment, I think you're 100% right. Maybe even Luchasaurus is a, a crazy high spot. I could see it. I think it's going to be Jack Perry, though, the, the face for sure. I think we're gonna get a little um, if we do it right. Maybe I'm being selfish here, but like that emotional moment, like maybe some sort of conflict, or like you know, like Jack is getting very like like brutalized inside the cage, and there's almost some some sort of sympathy or regret or something, or hesitate. Maybe I'll say hesitation or something like that. I I like a good little like story like that. Like we came up together, so you know, and it's just kind of like. Or like, hey man, like you know, you're you're my dinosaur. I, I gotta put you down, you know. Like, I I don't know. I'm getting cute with it, but I, I really want to see something like that. A little, like, <laughs> a little.
2: We get, we get, we get an old yeller Yikes. call throwback <laughs> on full gear this weekend. I don't mean the gotta...
0: you got me with, it, but I want a little storytelling there. Um, I, I want Luchasaurus to win. Uh, but you said it perfectly, Warren. This is a build back to Christian do I want it to go back to Christian not necessarily this whole time I like even when they all started I was like why is Christian here no disrespect to Christian like yeah a mouthpiece for sure but why is he here and they're like they, they won the one to tag titles and they're celebrating and Christian's like yeah we did it and I'm just like no go away <laughs> um but that, but that we did it guys. Uh we all have that friend. But that being said, um I think you're 100% right. It's going back to Christian and it's going to be fun to see this evolution and these little side feuds on the way uh Jack Perry all day on this one. Uh where do you want to go, Kimmy? Ring of honor. Yes, I'm sorry we did we did say we were going to get to that. Chris Jericho, the Ring of Honor World Champion. I loved what he was doing where he was just kind of taking out all the Ring of Honor people, announcers, commentators, uh, stars that we hadn't seen on AEW yet. That was great. Versus Brian Danielson. Versus Sammy Guevara. Versus Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, man, this is going to be good. I thought that tag match was great. This could steal the show, or maybe it could get too convoluted and too complicated. Everyone's got to get their stuff in, brother. What do you got, Kimmy?
1: Why is Daniel Garcia not in this match? These are the things I need to know. Because, ready? So take Sammy Guevara out. You know, goodbye. Let's punish him, too. You know, Andrade got suspended, so goodbye, Sammy. (laughs) So let's put Daniel in. And then you could set up the final battle main event. Where it's Daniel versus Chris Jericho, and then they combine the titles. Only in Kimmy Dreamland do these things happen. It's not happening in real life. Chris Jericho is <laughs> obviously going to win. This match is going to be great, but Sammy Guevara should not be in here. It should be Daniel Garcia, and I will not accept any other answers.
0: Why is Chris Jericho,
1: Jericho
2: obviously just because
0: there's a there's you know twenty five percent chance, and and again like just
2: in terms oh of looking,
1: so yeah. I think run me
2: through the math, there's a twenty five percent chance he might win. Oh well, there's four competitors rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Insert so,
1: Scott um, Scott Steiner. One yeah. one fourth <laughs> equals twenty-five. No,
2: I'm a drummer. I'm an, a- I a- I'm an English it. major. I'm an English major. What, <laughs> nice. do, you, what do you want from me? Nice.
1: <laughs> I'm a sports major, so I'm kind of failing at this too. So Chris Jericho is going to win because they're going to try to sell the final battle pay-per-view. They need a big star to help sell the pay-per-view. So that's why they're going to put Chris Jericho on it to help them sell the pay-per-view. Because it is also running the same day as NXT Deadline, but... The catch is, this bring of Honor pay-per-view will be running at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is such a weird time to air a pay-per-view. So that's why Chris Jericho will help them sell the pay-per-view, sell out the arena, you know, do all that funny stuff.
0: Kimmy, when you give me answers like that, I am so proud of you. You know, you're talking demographics, you're talking times, you're talking business. business. you you like, yeah. you're convinced. I was like, well, why, Jer? And I wasn't trying to be difficult. I, uh, but you're just like, here's why. And I was just like, Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Am I going to pick Jericho? I don't know. Yeah, I still got to think about a lot of moving parts here. Uh, David Gold in the chat from WrestleBash. Bash. Maybe there'll be a Wrestle Bash twenty three. I'm hearing some things, guys. Check them out. Great convention, Warren. I I need to just hear your answer and probably copy it. What do you got?
2: Well, we 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 gotta we gotta put over Kimmy here because the business aspect of this is super important. And you know, there's not a lot of podcasts that talk about the business side of pro wrestling. You know, we're gonna have fantasy book. You know, it's gonna be like are we going to get Roman versus the rock at WrestleMania? Like, see, that's, that's fun and all. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people do that. We don't talk a lot about the business and the Chris Jericho, the Chris Jericho ending up with the ring of honor title is not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. And Kimmy is right. You know, uh, Tony Khan is trying to convince his higher ups at uh, Warner bros, uh, discover bros. That they want to, that he, they need to give him more time for this Ring of Honor side project that he has going. And it's like, look, I've got Christopher Jericho. He is a full, you know, former wrestling uh, man of World Wrestling Entertainment, and also multi-time champion of things. And 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 he's a draw. Look at the ratings. Look at all of this. Look, people tune in to watch him. And you know, politics aside, whatever you think of Chris Jericho as, a, you know, aside, that's a, it's it's difficult. To not look at the work he's been doing in 22 and not being completely in awe of what he, what he's, what he's been pulling out. Um, the, the work that he's been doing with the ring of honor stuff has been outstanding. I love this angle so much. And it is getting people mad so hard. And that's exactly. What it should be doing. You should be mad at Chris Jericho. You absolutely have to find everything he's doing despicable and disrespectful and stupid. And it's working. And, and, and he's going to retain for the reasons we mentioned. But even on top of that, it makes a lot of sense in the story they're telling. See, they pointed it out. We saw it in the ring on, on, on Wednesday. You were there, Rob. Yeah. He tried to bring in the bat. Claudia was like,, eh, eh. gave him the big swing, had him tap out clean to a sharpshooter. Clean as a whistle. That which basically means, and unless Chris Jericho cheats, he has zero chance. So no, Sammy Guevara is not li- laying down for Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara is going to help Chris Jericho win. That's what he's going to do. He's, gonna, he's going to help him keep the title. That is absolutely a thing that's going to happen. But the thing here that we're not really talking about, is Daniel Brian Brian Danielson Excuse me. One was Brian Daniel. Brian. Um, Brianson. <laughs> Brian Danielson. Right. We're not talking about him and how you know he's a he 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 seems to be the odd man out now a little bit in the uh, in the BCC. He's sort of you know Wheeler Yuta sort of been like you know <laughs> what, what, what did John Moxley call him his young boy right like sort of itching at him right and and you know claudio has to come step between them you know to, to break things apart danielson always comes out from the heel tunnel folks he's been doing that for months always 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 everyone else except john moxley who comes out of the through the audience because he's a man of the people's so one so forth but everyone else comes out from from the baby face tunnel danielson doesn't and now he has the eye thing right they were putting that over he injured his eye uh, in, in his match last week or the week before, I don't quite remember that played a part in the tag team match uh, on Wednesday. It's going to play a part uh, this weekend as well, and I think he might even be uh, he might even be an outlier in the BCC thing. Everything that the BCC has been doing this year has been absolute pristine. It's been my favorite stuff in in, in AEW, and I think it's going to continue. This is going to be while Chris Jericho is going to retain the title and move on to final battle this year, which is obviously the the, the target. We're going to continue this story with Brian Danielson kind of being on the uh, being on the outskirts of the BCC and maybe maybe having enough of this association with those uh with those guys. I'm sort of feeling it. It'd be good some long-term storytelling. Who doesn't like that?
0: Yeah, I I think he knocked it out of the park. And thank you for answering that question, Warren. Uh, Very well said from earlier, man. Is Sammy going to lay down for Jericho? I think they might tease that at some point or maybe early, like right out of the gate and then do everything Warren said. I was actually going to go Brian Danielson on this one. And I've said, even when WWE, so many times on the show, he's always putting other people over. He's never really uh, about the gold. And if he does have the gold, it, it still goes back to putting someone over. I always feel like um, not say like the, the goal didn't matter to him, but just like the storytelling and, and putting the next generation over uh, always seemed priority to him. And I'm doing the math on this one. I actually like the booking on this one, the Fatal Four Way right here. I think it's great because it's like, all right, you got two guys from um, BCC. Let's do you know two guys from uh, the Jericho Appreciation. Side. I'm like, all right, that's different. That's cool. Like whatever. Um, I, I like that, and they worked great together. Right? I think the real winners, the fans, like we always say here on the show. Um, I was going to go Brian Danielson doing the math. I don't think Sammy, you know, I always do the process of elimination thing. That's why the Royal Rumble picks are super long. Um, I think Sammy has won the TNT championship. I don't think we – I see him winning this one. Um, Brian Danielson I was kind of stuck on because, again, I feel like he puts other people over first. I don't think you hot potato it back to Claudio. Um Jericho, I just thought he would lose it for some reason. But after talking to you guys, I trust you guys. I'm going to go with you guys. And Kimmy, even in the comments, people are saying great logic. Kimmy getting the props in the comments as well. Um, I'll go Chris Jericho. I'll go Chris Jericho. I agree with you guys. Um, that being said, I feel like we need a fourth opinion on this one. I feel like we need to make a hot tag here. I feel like we need a fourth opinion and we need a handsome face to help us figure out who's walking out with the ROH World Championship. Please welcome the Mr. Bill Botkin. I said Mr. The Handsome Mr. Bill Botkin from the poprate.com. Hashtag his things. What's up, handsome? You look tired.
3: I'm tired. I'm hurt. I'm old. I work with fucking children. <laughs> just trying to a, just trying to run a fucking business around here. Anyone got a muffin? swear to god i'm gonna punch some yum bucks right in the face
0: i'm done how are you Uh, man what's up
3: just just recorded episode 134 of the socially distanced podcast just to come in here to tell you that the ayatollah of rock and rolla chris jericho is he's become he's become he's becoming still the roh champion because he's gonna drop it at final battle wow very
1: well daniel garcia right
3: no, uh, no, not yet Daniel Garcia has to There's a whole plan here Guys, I didn't sleep a lot last night And boy, do I have a main event Tinfoil hat Big dumb shit angle for you It's gonna be great I'm, I'm Did we here talk here. about Sasha Banks joining AEW yet Or what's going on?
1: I do. I'm so glad Bill is here Oh my god, let's
2: go Let's, let's go, go. I, Bob has known,
3: Rob has known about this for a week
0: Warren uh, Warren wouldn't come on unless Bill. Uh, no, Bill. I told oh, Kimmy, no, I'm like,
3: oh, no. Kimmy, I'm not coming on. There's like, ah, well, by the way, I didn't know if everyone was going to show, but we had a wonderful. Hey, you know what? Check out the socially distanced podcast every single Friday on all your favorite streaming platforms. We just talked about Wakanda Forever. By the way, great movie. Go see it. You'll love it. Chef's Kiss, Sophie Bodkin Improved. There you go.
0: There it is. I, I can, can You know what?
3: Let's fucking go. What do we got? What's next?
0: I'm thinking uh, we talked Soraya taking on...
3: Oh, Christ, you bring me in for this one. Okay. Doctor, uh,
0: Rip Baker, DMD. What do you guys think about this one, Bill? You want to take the lead on this one, bro? Oh, that's a
3: terrible idea. Okay, so... <laughs> you, you know... um, This is a match that is very intriguing to me because what I, I was thinking it was going to be a street fight because it was like, what's the best way to... Really, kind of masks someone who hasn't been in the ring for five years mm-hmm. or longer mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hide all their, you know, hide their deficiencies. And and listen, when I say deficiencies about Soraya, I mean, like, she hasn't been in the ring five years. Like, there's going to be rust. But we're going with a straight up match here. I really, really, I just hope, here's what I want to win. A good match, a fun match, a competitive match. I just am hoping this isn't awkward and weird because Soraya's run in AEW has been at times good and at times Awkward and weird. Um, so I want to see the best thing happen here. Now, the big question is, is this where Sasha Monet uh, shows Ooh. up to help her girl? Because let's think of this. Who was, the Soraya say the first person she called was when she got cleared? Mercedes. It was Mercedes Varnado, which is a better name than Sasha Monet. Just saying. Varnado? Varnado? Come on. The Varnado DDT. It is. Is it, it it writes itself, Warren? It writes itself. <laughs> um, but you know, outside of any shenanigans, I think Britt Baker does does the honors here. I think she's going to put Soraya over. I think she's going to Britt Baker's going to work her ass off for this because, despite I think what a lot of people think, Britt Baker really does give a shit about women's wrestling in AEW. Um, I don't know if you people people have noticed she's lost a lot more than she's won recently, and surprisingly, if you guys know this still pretty over so um I think uh, Soraya is gonna win I just hope it's a good match that's I'm hoping that from this is what I want for me and that's what I want for Soraya because listen she's gonna be in AEW for a while she's had a rough go that promo started out good and then she ended up turning herself heel um when she got cleared and she was so emotional then she's like hey Brit you mean nothing because you're not a superstar you're like ah. It was right
2: there. <laughs> you had to fuck it up.
3: Uh, But yeah, I'm really hoping Soraya wins and it's good and all's right in the world. And Sasha Banks comes out in the end and I get to lose my mind in real time in New Jersey. Like I always do. I like literally every day of my life. So
0: that's <laughs> what we'll, we'll see you there, Bill. I can't wait to see oh, you. Oh, you'll fucking
3: see. see. You'll fucking see.
0: Oh, shoot. That, I can't wait. Uh, Kimmy, we know you're on Britt Baker's payroll. So let's throw it to Warren first. What do you got? <laughs> That, um,
3: was I, that was horrible. <laughs> that was perfectly hosty of him.
2: It was very expertly done. I do agree. Um, I, I I'm I'm um, I also think Soraya has to win uh, and not to retread what, what Bill said. I'm going to because I, I'm, I'm mostly in agreement with it. Uh, this I've two elements. I would have put Soraya on on Dynamite this week. I would have had her had a match. I would have put her out there because she, she hasn't wrestled in forever the first match back you have the nerves you have the you know the lights are going to be shining on and she's going to be stressed out why not just allow her to go on dynamite have her have a match with you know sky blue it doesn't matter just have her go out there and get the first the, the initial kinks out that's all doesn't have to be a five star classic that's not what we're expecting do it for her let her wrestle so that when she does get to full gear She's got over that initial hump, the initial stress, and then all she has to do is deal with the stress of a big pay per view match. That's all, you know, that's all she, yeah, that's but, 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 but uh, now you, you can, I think it's reasonable to say, to, to assume that Saraya is just going to be twice as nervous, twice as, uh, uh, oh. you know, overcome with what's going to happen. That's my first point. The second, the second point is, is, have we set up a double turn? I feel like there's a double turn that has been set up here. Because there is no way that Britt Baker's promo on Wednesday <laughs> was a anything else than a babyface promo. There it was the most babyface thing of her. I'm rooting for Britt, despite she, the she fact that, it, she just didn't kiss a baby at the end. Right? That that's all that was missing. Like, she was there. Yeah, exactly. Because she was there saying, uh, you know, you told me I'm I'm not a superstar because I've only been here three years. Oh yeah, well let me tell you, I've done this. I've've car- I've become the leader and I've taken responsibility for people screwing up. It's always befallen on to me. I was in Daly's place working every day during the pandemic while you were sitting down in front of your twitch stream. you know it's like so and I'm like, yeah, yeah and and the thing here, and that's why I feel Soraya's stuff has been so hit and miss and kind of strange because she's been coming into AEW telling the AEW fans, I'm going to fix your division, right? And there's a whole other show we could have on that topic, but I don't think anyone in any, like, any AEW fan wants a WWE superstar to come in and say, I'm going to fix everything that's wrong with your promotion, while Britt Baker is right there, Carried the stupid thing for years, has become the face of that uh, of that women's division, and is still the most over woman in that division. I, I agree with Bill, and the hate that she's get is that she gets is it, it it's beyond me. I don't understand it. It it's it's mind boggling to me. I have no comprehension as to why people don't appreciate her work, what she does, yeah. and uh, so all of this. Sort of culminates to me wondering, are, is Saraya just going heel on, on Saturday and Britt finally goes full babyface, which could actually help a, a, a split between her and, and Jamie Hayter. That's a whole other story. But I feel like like the, the table is set. Saraya cannot continue. Let's put it this way. Saraya can continue hoping to be a babyface saying, I'm going to change the division. I'm here for a revolution where it's like, it's like brother, we didn't need you.
0: Yeah, really, really interesting. I'm just going to read some of the comments in the chat. Lots of Bill Pops in the chat. Yeah, he's yeah, here. He's here. Uh, DGMC G- in the chat saying. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, for you, Warren. A lot of a lot of talk there. This is a personal beef, but also saying a double turn. Very interesting. Uh, Kristen in the chat saying, I will cry when the match starts. Soraya Wrestling will open the tear factory. Yeah, we got to talk about the emotion for sure. Kimmy, let's throw it to you. What do you got?
1: how could you okay so first of all rob i have another bone to pick with you because not only are you insinuating i'm on Fritz's payroll but you, you then picked a, but then you pick a criminal to win the tbs championship
0: did you ever get your hat back by the way
1: i, I did you know I, I know so many people were concerned i did i'm gonna see her next week and you know there might be another confrontation Anyway.
3: Spoiler alert, you're gonna lose. <laughs> you're the size of my kid and she's seven. So run. Uh, run. <laughs>
1: okay, you know what, Phil? You didn't have to waltz in here and come attack me.
3: Oh oh. You'll know when you're attacked. Trust me.
1: I know. So here's a stat. Every time I've picked against Brit, Brit wins. Or Brit, yeah, Britt wins every time I pick against her. So, so- I should pick Soraya to make everyone happy, right because then Brick okay would win so yeah, yeah right right so
3: here's my right. other thought here's my other thought okay and and follow me down the primrose path here um Warren, you were saying like how you know we're we're getting the match here, right from someone who hasn't wrestled, and I could easily see this degenerating into the bell hasn't even rung yet. Oh, the bell has not rung yet. And, um, Reba and, and Brit are beating her up. And that's where you get the Sasha debut to help her out. And you have a tag team match or not even tag team match. This is like, this is Sasha is debuting and you don't have the match, but, In place of the match, you have this debut, which is actually a game-changing debut for AEW's women's division, and everyone's like, oh, shit, and then we're off to the races from there, and then that's when we can get Soraya, then that's when we get her feet wet. Like, maybe that's what's happening here. I am also wildly speculating, so...
1: Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. I know,
3: guys, wildly speculating.
1: I was going to say, but you weren't here earlier. I said that she would come out during the Jade match. That's what I was going to tell you.
3: You don't want Jade to lose to a WWE person. She's a homegrown cat. You don't want the you don't want to take the belt off of her by having oh the only person who can beat her is someone from WWE. Like you don't want that. Like I just don't. I like it's a good idea. Like in in theory, just like oh yeah, well Sasha would beat Jade. But I think the optic of that is like, oh, to AEW fans and a lot of people is like, oh, none of AEW's women could get it done. So the WWE woman is going to get it done. And that's how AEW does things. The WWE people get stuff done. And I don't think you want that. I think you want Will Nightingale. Uh, You want someone, you wanted Statlander really to be the one to beat her. Mm -hmm. I think that's who you want to have, but we don't know when she's coming back. Former guest on the Bob Culture podcast.
0: Bob uh, this is why you're here, brother. Name drop, name drop. Oh, um, is Rob, is my audio level better now? It, it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. Good good looking. At it. I just want to hear that crispy, beautiful voice. Uh, it's Reece, a new microphone, Reece. too, so it's loud. Uh, all good. Sounds great, man. Reese, welcome in the uh, chat. Uh, Wayne, good night. Thanks for tuning in. Hi to the missus for sure. Um, thank you, guys. Let us know in the chat who you got. Please share the stream. Subscribe on YouTube. Shameless promo, all that good stuff. Uh, this one's really interesting. We've been talking about it a lot uh soraya you we talked about like the promo uh getting better that very real promo and this has been interesting like i i like the different promos you talked about Britt's promo last night um i thought some of the things she addressed like i thought it was very you know like i try not to always look at things like heel face heel face uh i kind of i kind of like the the gray area stuff too a lot um you know, she was talking about like addiction and and injury and stuff like that and I feel like she was being very like fair. Like, hey, like that's that's tough stuff. That's real life stuff that people deal with and I respect you for that. And I feel like that was almost like coming from a very <clears throat> real place and maybe she could relate in some way. Who knows? Like or how, you know, people go through stuff, they have family, they have relationships, all that kind of stuff, man. Um and I thought it, I thought it was cool. I wasn't like, oh, she's full out face, but it was different. It was noticeably different for sure. Um and and I get what you guys are saying. I think um She's kind of toeing that line. Paige, of course, is... Or Paige, I'm sorry, Soraya. Full baby face. But I like what you said, Warren, and I've been thinking about this. Because um, I, I see this a lot. And again, yes, I know it's the independents. I see this a lot on the independents. Like, someone comes back from, like, a long in- injury and they'll have, like, a like a pre-non-taped match or, like, something like, hey, like let, let's see how you are kind of thing. And I feel like we need something like that, but... Should it be on TV? Like, obviously, you have to be in front of the fans. And I I kind of agree with you. Like, I was clapping when you said it. I think it makes sense, like, in terms of her wrestling and being ready and nerves. And I am worried about ring rust on this one. Um, Just because it's been how long, you know? And it's natural. It's to be expected. Um, and, And the pressure's on, for sure. But from a business decision, I can look at it as like, hey, like her first match back has to be this marquee. I get it. But I do agree with what you're saying. Like my first thought was like, let her have a match. like Let her be ready. Um, and, you know, she's going to go out there and do what she does. And she's got to prove everyone um, that, that she is ready. And for some reason, I, I do think Soraya is going to win here. I think it's. I don't know why I'm getting really cute tonight, but I think it's going to be reminiscent. Oh, it's not. You're cute. cute
3: every night. Just ask. Just ask your girlfriend. Uh, she'll, she'll back you. Up. <laughs> that was vicious. <laughs> um,
0: um, I vicious. think it's going to be reminiscent of when she be. I don't know why I keep going back to when she be AJ and, and you know like um, what was it the page turn? I believe was was the name of the move. Um, and it's going to be some, the rampage. The yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of out of nowhere. Uh, something like that. Uh, just the ending similar. To that. It's not gonna be a quick match or anything like that. And for some reason, I, I think it's gonna be some sort of callback. And I'm getting very cute with these picks tonight. But the the emotion should be good. I hope they play into that. And maybe a post match handshake uh, that could turn into like a you know like handshake. Da-da-da. I think there's gonna be like some sort of emotion like a- after the match, depending on who's in it. like uh, if Britt wins. Like hey, you know what? You do belong here. Blah blah. blah. And Britt still toes that line. Or or um, Soraya wins. And then, you know, like, all right, all right, you know, okay, welcome. And then, you know, it, you could set it up either way. My p- thought process right now, Jamie hater going up, Brick going like this, and that kind of creates ten- – I mean, and it's so easy to say, oh, they're going to feud because they're in a team, and you know, but uh, that's kind of where my mind's at right now. Um, Mine's in a million places right now.
3: Yeah. I just want to see Paige, like, listen, if she's going to be – Blue AEW. I'm oh, sorry, Soraya. Oh. oh uh, so sorry, Sorry, you know, there's like seven pages – and Cages, and <laughs> Ethan's, right. and Soraya. There's only one Saraya. Uh What she has to do to really acclimate herself to AEW is just a, a, a just a coast-to-coast blade job, just fucking double-juice brawl with Britt. Let, let's do it. And by the that's way... a very I, good point, though. I'm, I'm like, she may... This may happen in the near future. <laughs>
2: but honestly, that is an excellent point. Like, that's probably the, the simplest way to get over with the AEW crowd. Yeah. It's just to go nuts and juice like you haven't juiced ever in your life before. That's a very good point. Yeah,
3: because there's the image. Mm-hmm, I agree. She's like ghost white, and just to see her like, like that,
0: yeah. As long, as long as it tells a story, for sure. Uh, Ryan Peterson in the chat. What up, lady and gentlemen? What's up, Ryan Peterson? Check him out, uh, working an announcements and ring uh, ring announcers all over the Indies. good to see you. Reese in the chat saying Soraya versus DMD will be the women's version of HBK versus Jericho. Very interesting. Hmm. Let's talk about Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs for the TNT championship. Nunez called this way back in Atlantic City when we were at Rampage. And a lot of it was telling of just how Joe. So I'm, I'm be- very big on like blocking and stuff. Um, and I, how Joe stood around Wardlow. Like, he was always, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't, like, always off to the side or accompanying him. He was always kind of, like, flanking him or always behind him. And I get it, like, Wardlow's a champ, but, like, there was something about it. And even in Atlantic City, uh, after he won on that episode of Rampage, where uh, Nunes is like, he's gonna, he's gonna choke him out. He's gonna hit him. And he didn't do it then, and then he did it a couple weeks later. So I think we get a great triple threat match here. Um... Do you, you guys think the title changes because it's not one opponent for Wardlow? Wardlow's obviously killing it. Uh, let's throw it to Kimmy.
1: Yes, there's going to be a new champion. And it's going to be a powerhouse of a champion. Because this is going to lead to another final battle match. I'm I'm so excited. Because obviously, you know, Samoa Joe, in case you didn't know, Rob, he's the Ring of Honor TV champion. So they're going to set up Samoa Joe versus Wardlow at final battle. So Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win the TNT championship because this is the push that people have been wanting since All Out when he beat Ricky Starks. So Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win.
0: I I, yeah. I think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win here. Really stupid question. And guys, there is so much wrestling. Please forgive me. Did um Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs ever have that straight up one-on-one? Like recently, like not a long time. Not yet.
3: recently, no. Yeah, maybe okay. way back in the day but no
0: okay okay cuz that's I thought they would have that I, I was going to say Powerhouse Hobbs wins here and then you get that Powerhouse uh, Wardlow one-on-one down the line just cuz it's been building so long uh but I love the triple threat here because uh Wardlow doesn't look weak um I think Samoa Joe gets pinned here personally Bill what do you got
3: I'm going to be in full agreement with Gimme. I think it's Powerhouse time the dude's been ready He's been coming off like a star ever since he had that fur coat uh, on the frozen lakefronts of Cleveland. I mean, you're just like, okay, he's ready. He's the guy. He's got the Cody Rhodes cage. He's got the the new entrance. He's ready. And I think we're seeing this thing in AEW where post CM Punk, we're going to be seeing, I think, Tony Khan's like, Okay, what brought me to the dance? Let's make stars. Let's have fun again. Because I think that's some of the thing with AEW, and this is a tangent. Hey, it's Bill Bodkin, tangent, you know, welcome to the world. Um that people don't know yet if they can have fun in A with watching AEW again, or is AEW fun again because they have this specter of punk and the whole year has 2022 has not been good ever since Tony Khan made that tweet on New Year's Eve that we all forgot, which feels like twenty years ago. But no, it was this year. Um it's always been like a little weird. And I think we're finally kind of coming around that bend a bit. And I think the other part of that bend is that Tony Khan's could not could not be like, Hey, we're even though I predict Sasha Banks is going to show up um, that he's going to go with what brought him to the dance. That's making stars. I mean, I think he's always, they've been big on powerhouse Hobbs since the jump and what better way to do that than putting a title on him and, beating Wardlow and Samoa Joe. And I agree with Kimmy. It's going to be Wardlow and Samoa Joe for the ring of honor television champion. The winner of that is something we discuss on another podcast.
0: Very well said, Bill. Easing
3: Uh, for the future for
0: Rob. Uh, Daniel Parker. uh, Welcome to the chat. Parker King promotions. We appreciate you guys just had an interview with them and Kylan King guys. Check it out on our YouTube archives. She's great. Oh, Colin's killing it. Right. I was hoping she'd win the title there. I was really pulling for her. Um, Recent the chat saying Wardlow versus Hobbs has never happened. Okay, Warren, what do you got for us, brother?
2: I don't have many thoughts on this match other than, you know, you have three spectacular big men, you know, like spectacular big men. Because you've got big men in wrestling, you know. But then you've got, like, you know, real machines. Like these three guys right here. So, not, not big guys in red skinny jeans? For instance... <laughs> Got him. Got him. Um, but the... Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm... I, I, to be completely transparent, I am not a super fan of multi-person matches for tag... For for, for championships. Yeah. So that's always a bummer. Like, I didn't want to necessarily bring it out on the Ring of Honor stuff because, you know, Kimmy was so excited and I didn't want to, you know, we go wee-wee in her cornflakes. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, but, you know, it's kind of the same thing here where I'm like, okay, that's fine. I do see, like everyone has said, I do see the final battle outcome being Samoa Joe and Wardlow. I think that's ultimately the feud. Put the strap on Hobbs. Uh, I think we, we, we will take a pause here. And then maybe next week we'll all be uh, having a nice post mortem on how Wardlow's TNT championship run, uh, the, how, how the ball was dropped on his team yeah, he run yeah. if he, if he loses the title here. Um, but like I said, we might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. We'll see what the result is. Uh, but I think we are, we're all in agreement. We all seem to be feeling the same thing that Hobbs is going to, is going to squeak out a win here because
1: uh,
2: t- Tony seems to want to pack up his, his, uh, his uh, ring of honor pay-per-view in December. And I think Joe and Wardlow is one that will uh, that will that will get people salivating at the mouth. Rob's gonna hate me because I'm gonna jump in on
3: something you said. Of course, bro. Um, wouldn't it actually like because I do agree the Wardlow TNT title run the TNT title this year has just been in shambles since the whole Cody Rhodes winning, losing, winning, losing thing it was awful. It should never have happened. They should have put it on even though he's kind of a seems like kind of a douche. Like Andrade should have won it from Darby that Darby Sammy three way way before we would have had a different outcome and stuff, but that didn't happen, so we can't talk about it. But I feel like maybe ending Wardlow's TNT title run is the best for everyone involved. It's just move the belt to someone else. And it's almost like Hobbs is the, the actual reset and you, you have him do a nice run. You redo, you read, you slowly rebuild this thing as you're building Hobbs, as opposed to like Wardlow was red hot off the MJF feud, but the MJF feud got, you know, destroyed essentially all that went away because of MJF stuff. So I think maybe Hobbs might be the guy to resuscitate that title. Which was a I'm, really good title at one point.
2: I'm and I'm just going to jump in real quick. You know, the, this this would be the third reset, though. That were because it felt like a reset with with Sammy Guevara. It felt like a reset with Wardlow, and not Sammy Guevara. Excuse me, a Scorpio Sky. I never line?
3: see. I didn't feel like it, it was. I felt like it was still a mess with him. That was his man. I just felt like it was a mess. Do
2: you remember like that? That one there. There there was this one period where he was clearly being a babyface just when people, just when the fans were starting to turn on Sammy because of all the French kissing, right? Mm -hmm. But there was this one period where Scorpio was a babyface and then suddenly Dan Lambert was cutting babyface promos and everyone was like behind him and you're like, okay, well, this feels like a reset, but... Mm -hmm. Then everyone was like, Wardlow's got it. It's going to be a reset. Now we're turning over to... Hobbs again, is it really going to be the reset? I hope so. I don't know.
3: I mean, (sighs) I I feel like you could take time. The thing, the difference here is because it was messy. And then with Wardlow, it was like, oh, he's red hot. But we had this plan. This plan went to shit. Put the TNT title on him. We'll figure it out as we go. And Wardlow's supposed to be a top guy. And they just never knew what to do was with Hobbs. I don't think you need to rush anything. I feel like you could take your time with Hobbs. He's got a very, he's had a long burn, like a long, he's never, he hasn't, like that That Wardlow-MJF win was supposed to skyrocket him to be the guy. And unfortunately, just due to circumstances, it wasn't. So they put the belt on him. Whereas I think with Hobbs, you could take, instead of trying to make everything matter, like it's just like, Wardlow's going to matter, put the belt on him. And then he'll make the belt matter. Like they try to make two things make each other at the same time. So it Mm cancel each other out. Whereas this it's like, okay, we could take Hobbes as crushing guys week after week. And then we build an opponent for him, crushes guys, builds an opponent. Then we come up to this. And then also we'll get into Bill's mass conspiracy at the end where it all makes sense.
0: Ah, very, very interesting. Nice little uh, teaser there. Um, someone in the chat saying, I believe it was Reese uh, earlier, saying Bill showing brain over brawn with that line. Very interesting. I see what you did there. All right, uh-huh. let's talk about. We only got a couple left here, guys. We're killing it, We're hitting our times right now. Let's talk about Tony Storm, the.
3: interim. <laughs> we, we you guys already talked about Jeff Jarrett?
0: <laughs> uh no, we, did no, not. we that's didn't. On, that's on deck. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Uh, Tony Storm, the AEW interim women's world champion. Versus Jamie Hader. Uh, obviously, for that interim championship, I say this every show, Bill. I know you're not going to be annoyed already, but I'm not a fan of the interim stuff. Why? Because people are hurt. Like, it, there's timetables and there's injuries, and people like have, you know, bumps in the road to recovery, as we've seen so many times. And, like, I, I appreciate the different approach uh, in terms of pro wrestling. And yes, we're relating it to combat sports. We always have this conversation. Um, that being said, I just, in fact, there's a lot of news right now. Like, um, did Tony Khan say something in the, um, in yes. the scrum or in the media thing, He did.
1: Me? Please. And, and Rob, you know where you could see that? In my article tomorrow on thepopbreak.com. Get your stuff in,
0: good sister. Got to get your stuff in. But yeah, check that out on thepopbreak.com, please, Bill. Uh, we appreciate you for giving us that platform. Uh, that being said... Uh, I did I honestly I gotta see Thunder Rosa this weekend as she came out the last musical. Uh, did you tell her out. that?
3: Did you tell her it was bullshit? She hasn't dropped the title yet, Rob?
0: I certainly did not. I, I got it. it it was it was actually pretty cool. Shout out shout the out. Uh, last match musical, uh great stuff. Um, Matt Cardona doing great stuff in that It's a wrestling rock musical it, It's great, uh, so follow them On social media, lots of good stuff to come from them uh, We saw Mr. LaGreca I introduced my dad to Mr. LaGreca And uh, I, I saw a lady standing next to Mr. LaGreca And I said uh, oh, "Hi, my She said, hi, my name's Thunder Rosa I'm like, I know who you are, good to see you Thunder Rosa, this is my dad And that was pretty cool So dad got to meet Thunder Rosa And that was dad's first uh, wrestling experience uh, At the musical theater So it was very cool uh, That being said said uh it was so good to see thunder rosa i hope she's doing well i hope she's recovering um that being said though don't shake your head kimmy i say kim kimmy's like Britt baker all day long that being said though i just i'm not about this interim thing I, it's just it's my personal preference i don't like i don't like the asterisks all the time we don't know you know to me health me. first a hundred percent but that being said going jamie Hader. hater warren yeah
2: no, no. <laughs> I'm used to that. Not, I'm not to yet. No, 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 sir. No, no, no. please. Let, let's go to Kimmy.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, that, means he, that means he's got something good. That's what that means.
1: Why is it always when no one wants to go? They're like, oh, Kimmy will go cause Kim- well, Kimmy because Kimmy will say because something. Because no one picked
0: me because I talk too much.
1: <laughs> so why do not Bill go? I think Bill should go. All right, fine.
3: I'll We're doing
0: go. this. Is this so, the TNT uh, like, championship? Whatever, or are we? So
3: no, Rob. I will somewhat slightly agree with you uh that the in- <laughs> hold your horses, there, pal. Hold your horses. Um, first off, did you grow the mustache back in? It, yeah,
0: it's. Uh, I didn't lose. All right, mustache, good. Because yeah.
3: now I can. I didn't. Because like, like, there's two things. Because I said. Because I'll agree with that too. Because if you shaved it off, I was slapping the
0: face. Okay. uh no it, I love you. no, it is. it is.
3: Um, because it's all I don't love. But. I think there's there were too many interim titles this year. You had An interim World Champion, you had an interim TNT Champion, maybe twice, and you had the, um, you know, the interim Women's Champion, and they all happened around the same time. It was all this chaos, and it was all this negativity. So yes, I think it sucks that they have this one. If this was the only one, wouldn't have a problem with it. But we've had multiple. It sucks. I think they should just make Tony Storm the champ, and because she's defended it and she's done a great job, I think she's been an excellent champion. <sighs> I still, the you're you're in what they what the, what Shakespeare would call a kerfuffle here because um, you have Tony Storm who's been great, and man, it would be the big payoff to have her beat Thunder Rosa, but Jamie Hader is undeniably one of the hottest acts in AEW right now. She is fucking over, dude, and not just with our buddy Kyle, like she is over, <laughs> and so. And I love Tony Storm. I've loved her since the Indies in the British Indies, and this is the Tony Storm I've wanted to see. I never thought we saw this version of Tony really in WWE. It's not a knock on WWE. It's just I never saw this version, and I'm very happy with, I'm seeing it. I think you got to put it on Jamie Hader. I don't think you. I don't think you. 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 I think you. Can, you can't hold off on this. You can't delay pulling the trigger on this. They've done this with other people, and it's worked. I just think they're at such a fever pitch with Jamie Hayter right now. And I could be wrong, but I think they're at a fever pitch with her. Put the belt on her. And then I hope Thunder Rosa comes back real soon. And I hope Jamie Hayter wins that belt. Because not because I don't like Thunder Rosa. I think it's just that give the belt to Jamie Hayter. Let's see if you're going to really commit to young talent, commit to young talent. The people respond to her. And she's got one of the best fucking clotheslines I've ever seen. So put the belt on, Jamie Hater. You're welcome, Kyle.
0: Kimmy Warren, who's on deck, and very well. We we don't always agree that much, Bill. And I thought I thought I, I'm with you, brother. What do we got?
1: I'll go. I'll I'll do it. So first of all, Rob, I'm going to say every time my dad sees Thunder Rosa, he just tells her how much I don't like her. So I'm glad your experience with your dad was a <laughs> lot better than mine second of all i also got to see my, my dad would Harry have probably could-
3: tried to hit on her but i mean that was my dad <laughs> you know, god bless that bronx <laughs> brawler r.i.p but god, he would
0: r.i.p brother he would have
3: made a couple jokes and you know, i'd be like dad you've been married to my mom for 40 years what the fuck are you doing but anyway kimmy i yes. just wanted to take away your Thank- dad's story
1: Thanks, Bill. Well, I was going to say, I also saw my dear friend of me, Thunder Rosa, this past weekend. I survived. She didn't kill me. This is a very big deal. I I lived. I see her again next week. Don't know if I'll say the same thing. I believe. Yeah, exactly. So I believe that Britski is going to be very upset after she loses her match. And she's going to be so upset that she's going to screw Jamie Hayter. And we're going to get that match of Winters coming between Jamie and and Tony. Will be still champ, and you know what? I agree. She doesn't need to be in from anymore. Thunder's been gone for months, and I'm saying that someone unbiasedly. Interesting.
0: Thing. I'll push back a little bit on that one. So because Britt is upset, she interferes in in Jamie Hayter's match just just because. Yeah, because why upset. is she going
1: to let? No, why is she going to let Jamie overshine her? You're talking about the girl who has literally been the face of this division for three years, has built the foundation. So why is she going to let some indie chick from England steal her spotlight? That's
0: well, only been her heater for two years. But okay, or year, uh, yo, I I, 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 every time I give Kimmy some pushback, she's knocked it out of the
1: park.
3: Kimmy, Kimmy's killing she's, it. She's, killing put, it. She's, put bu- she's put a little buffalo sauce on that. That's right it. Well, Frank's
2: right hot.
0: Warren, what do you got brewing over there, bro? Oh.
1: I'm scared. I
2: I I don't think you put the bear, the the belt on Jamie Hader at all at this <sighs> point. And and for the reason for because y'all came up with the reasons actually. Yeah. The first reason is that she's super hot right now, and I think she could be super hotter than yeah, what she, she is right now. That.
0: You're so damn good. Um.
2: Oh. And and look without necessarily copying it. Look at look at what they did with Adam Page. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't? Why you could absolutely do that with Jamie Hader. I'll tell you what the women's division in in AEW needs more than anything else. It's Such feuds that don't involve the title. Yes. It, <laughs> it's it's, feuds, it's it's feuds for the women that don't involve a title. Correct. Yeah. Jamie Hader doesn't need doesn't need a title to be over. She doesn't need a title for people to be interested in what she's doing. She just needs to go out and kick ass. She doesn't cut promos. It's her work that got her over. It's just as simple as that. So on that level, i and I, and I know people are going to have a meltdown on Twitter. When this happens, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It'll probably be gone by then, (laughs) but people are going to have a meltdown when she loses. I'm that confident in what, in in the, in what I'm, what I'm saying here. And the second reason why it's not going to happen is because y'all are here talking about, Oh, the interim title kind of bums me out. It sucks. Why would, why would Jamie we, Hader win an interim title then? Yeah. Why would her why would the first championship you would give this super hot commodity be a title where everyone is like, and you know, then people would be what, like, what, oh, Jamie Hader won the title, but it's the interim title, so who the fuck cares? You're Tony Khan can't belt the women properly, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. You know what's gonna happen, and the the the, the, the match. The interim title exists so that Rosa and Storm will have their rematch. That's all. That's the reason why it's there. That's absolutely the reason. And I'll tell you just as a one final asterisk here. Yes, you know, I I know personally the interim titles don't necessarily bother me. It's not a big deal. But let's go back to that period in time where we had had a TNT interim. We had had a world title interim. Thunder Rosa goes off. Imagine what would have happened if Tony Khan would gotten on Twitter and said, we are stripping Thunder Rosa of the title when there's precedent for interim titles. What do you think the reaction would have been? Tony Tony Khan hates the women's division. He won't do an interim title. He did it for the dudes. He can't do it for the women. Like he had his back up against the wall regardless of what was going on. You know what I mean? So. All in all, Tony Storm retains because the match that's going to happen with Thunder Rosa is probably sooner than we think is going to happen. It's too soon for Jamie first and foremost, and you don't put the interim title on ja- uh, on Jamie Hayter. Come on now, folks. Wow, I wow. I, I feel dumb now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <There you
0: go>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Warren, you knocked it out of the park, man. Like, <laughs> like, as soon as you started talking, like, you're 100% right. You're I'm not I gonna know I'm right. Not going to change my answer. Change but, but, my answer. It, we it, don't do that. It
2: makes sense. It's just like, you know, I did a prediction show with, with, with the, the, the ladies from, from Tag Talk over on Fight for Overbook. Episode. And 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 when I said, I don't think, because they were like, yeah, Jamie's winning. Jamie was like, I don't think Jamie's winning. They all they both covered their mouths. They were like in shock. They were like, Help. It, you know it's like i blasphemed you know I, I as if as if i had summoned like you know Azathoth from the depths of the seventh <laughs> level of hell it was ridiculous
3: uh seaside heights at uh, one o'clock in the morning at the local bars man so i know <laughs> I've done that a few times exactly uh, <laughs> I kicked his ass oh, boy. but yeah i mean i warren i mean shock of shocks you canadian guy you i uh, you make sense <laughs> You make sense. Always, always. Kyle's going to be so pissed when she loses. <laughs> no, I, mean- I have never met a person who's loved Jamie Hayter more maybe than Jamie Hader's parents than our friend Kyle. <laughs> All right, and look,
2: God, just please. as and, and very, very quickly and, you know, to move on to move on to this topic at the same time. It's like, you know, I, I feel like hot take culture has uh, has poisoned us in our appreciation of, of of pro wrestling like this for multiple reasons like we have to have a reaction right we have to oh this isn't this sucks this happened it's terrible is it whereas we, we we seldom don't take the time to just sit back and and, and like think about what's going to happen so of course jamie hater uh on on saturday when she loses everyone's gonna lose their money they're gonna say she's super over everyone loves her why is she losing well I like. I don't think it is a good decision to make her win. If if Tony Khan decides to go like that, I'm going to be in the minority where I say this is this is not a good this is not a good call. But I think like hot take culture has brought us to this on certain levels on multiple mm. levels where we're, where we're, we have to react because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have an instant hot take. As opposed to just like letting it sink in, think a little bit, like just let it, let it, you know, uh, 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 marinate for a little bit, you know. And when you marinate stuff, what happens it becomes tender, becomes juicy, delicious. There's an extra oh, level of it flavor to th- what you're doing. thinking. Yeah, I that stew time.
3: my wife two weeks ago. Fuck.
2: God damn. It sounds great. Oh, oh
0: man, you guys are so smart <laughs> and handsome, you guys are you guys are awesome. <laughs> And Kimmy, 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 Kimmy you're smart. <laughs> Kimmy, you're smart and handsome. No, no, Kimmy's oh, knocking dang. out. I already, you're a handsome I, woman. I already. You ever hear that Kimmy
3: phrase that never makes sense? You're a handsome
0: woman. And you're like, what the
1: fuck
3: no. does that even
0: mean? I don't get it. No, no, but, you know, I, know. I already put Kimmy over like three times. Let's talk about... He did. Kimmy.
1: He said I was so smart. I was like, me? I was very, impressed.
0: very no. impressed with your answers today. Sting and Darby Allin versus
1: Jeff Jarrett <laughs> and
0: Jay Lethal. Out of nowhere. Bill, you've been chomping at the bit for this What do you got for us?
3: so many people are mad about this match and i laugh at all of you i have been watching jeff jarrett wrestle since he was simply irresistible jeff jarrett in uswa the guy it just he is the cockroach of pro wrestling and i mean that and not theo huxtable's best friend i'm talking about like he just he finds he's like life man he finds a way to just show up he is the last outlaw that's no bullshit. He's like Terry Funk, but less cool. Uh, and it's just like, <clears throat> <Let's I'm> school. <laughs> very, very less cool. No, Mary. I mean, like, I'm being nice. Like, you know, listen, I did. I once drunkenly yell, why are you selling gold to Jeff Jarrett as he was climbing a steel cage, fighting Pat Buck? And he got really mad at me and told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> Maybe in a Catholic <laughs> school in Keyport, New Jersey. Uh, who's to say? actually a couple people can verify that. Uh anyway, um I just um this match is wild because everyone's like why is Jeff Jarrett here? Jeff Jarrett's a fucking legend and it, this is a legend match. He's going to have he could still go and he could still do things. I the thing I don't get is Tony Khan's obsession with Jay Lethal. Who's on every fucking show. Like I don't get it. Like listen, I have seen Jay Lethal since he was wrestling in his first few matches. I did PR for an indie show that he did a TLC match on and I told him about it and he laughed his ass off because it was a terrible match. Uh, but, like <laughs> I don't get some of these things. I already know Kimmy's answer and Kimmy's answer is super sound and super logical. Mm-hmm. And I can't agree with it because I cannot bring myself to say that je T, that gold-selling Tennessee two-stepping motherfucker is going to be my dude Sting in my home state. I just can't see it. Sting is going to no-sell 16 guitar shots. I am going to lose my voice and it's going to be amazing and Sting is going to somehow tap out both Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. Darby Allen could be taking a nap in the corner. It doesn't matter because sting is a cool (laughs) son of a bitch because i came up with cool dad sting a year ago and kimmy told him and he popped for it so fuck everyone else sting's (laughs) winning (laughs) He's probably not but like i just have to go with him i can't pick against the guy who's had the best most fun legends run i can possibly imagine ever when sting debuted a few years ago in aew i was like I mm-hmm. love Sting, but eh, we didn't we see this in TNA and it wasn't good? And it turns out, like, wow, this is what... Don't take offense, Kimmy. This is what we should have seen in WWE, but it didn't happen. And I blame not your boy, Seth Rollins, because wow. things happen. I blame old, old banana nose, Papa H, who decided, oh, I'm going to beat Sting at WrestleMania because I'm fucking cool. No, you dickhead. You should have lost. Cause he's Sting. You know why? Cause you could have made a lot of money with Sting, but you didn't. Cause you're dumb. But anyway, but he's the Booker of the Year, of course. Whatever. Fuck that guy. Whatever. Um, is like anyway. Sting
0: Darby. <laughs> there we go. Has, has Sting lost any match in AEW in any?
3: And nor should no, he.
1: Not. Sting.
0: Sting.
3: You know what? The last 2. time 0, he lost, Power bombed him through a table. That thing could have been laced with hand grenades, and he still would have got up. And I'm okay with it. You
0: like you like that stinger, huh, Bill? Um,
3: Fuck I, you. I tried convincing my parents to get me a flat top and dye my hair blonde when I was eight. It's when never it too late, brother. Eight. It's never too late. And they late. were like, you're dumb. Don't do that. And they were right.
0: No, no. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, wavy. A, that's an insta-wrestling uh, fashion win right there for you, Bill. That being said... Why lose here? Like, why now? Why here? Why do these opponents? It, it, it's I mean, I know here.
3: why, and Kimmy's right, but
1: you know. So, all right, Kimmy. So, first of all, I love how Bill likes to complain of like how over I am about Seth Rollins, but he just sat here for a good five minutes to be like, Sting's going to do all of these things that are not going to happen. So, right.
3: and here's the thing Yeah, I bring it up one time in the match Sting is in, I don't talk about a New Japan match, and you're like, Seth Rollins would win that match? Cool! He's not there! You're like, you know he would be a great (laughs) member who would be a great person to answer Chris Jericho's challenge? Tyler Black. Well, he doesn't exist (laughs) at AEW. I'm talking about sting and real life things that have happened with sting. Was the hand grenades thing a little bit of hyperbole? Get a dictionary and look up the word. Yes, (laughs) it was. And this Kimmy does it all the time. She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, look it up. So, yes, I know
1: what just, that word means.
3: You don't. Uh, it's just like, so yeah, the hand grenades thing is fine. But I'm not bringing up Sting in every single match. But like, who's going to win? Hey, Jamie Hayter or Tony Storm? Sting! Or Tony Storm dressed as Sting. Although that would be fucking cool. <laughs> anyway, I need to go refresh myself because I'm uh, a little sweaty right now. <laughs> go
1: okay, ahead. Bye. Go ahead, good assistant. Okay. What's your full theory? So this is why Jeff Jarrett's going to win. Because it's Jeff freaking Jarrett. Okay, first of all, do you know what this man has done this year? He wrestled in Ric Flair's last match. He was the special guest referee in SummerSlam. He's been everywhere. So why the hell are we going to have Jeff Jarrett lose? It's Jeff Jarrett. We love Jeff Jarrett. Because Jeff Jarrett has made us believe that he is God sent to professional wrestling. And he's been to all of these companies and done all of these historic things. So Jeff Jarrett will be winning because it's Jeff. Jarrett's so so, Bill. I'm really excited for you to see your favorite lose in person.
0: Wow, 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 wow. He's
1: not here. He probably didn't hear me.
0: Warren, Warren with that real nonchalant uh, sip over there. What do you got,
2: bro? <clears throat> not maybe not necessarily the one where I have the most thoughts, uh, but you know, one thing one thing that I've always liked about AEW, and I think is really su- successful when they when they put their mind to it. It's giving a little bit of everything on a dynamite, you know, just a or on a pay-per-view, little something here, a little something there. You get your PWG style trios match, you get your your insane tag team match. Oh, and then you get something a little more, a a little more grounded, a little more, you know, a brawl that you know might take you back to some of some All Japan stuff that you saw maybe in the nineties or whatever. And this is what Sting and Jeff Jarrett represent to me. This is like, you know, old, you know, my 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 upbringing in wrestling my the nonsense in TNA Jeff Jarrett constantly failing up like it's a series of memes this match you know and i'm fine with it it's not going to be a five star match who cares people are going to pop the shit out of their seats when jeff when sting no sells the the guitar it's just as simple as that we're all going to we're all going to find it find it fantastic and Sting's gonna is Sting's gonna get the win. He's gonna get the he's gonna get the stinger splash. He's gonna play the hits. That's what people want. And I like there is no legend. There is no guy that that old that in advanced age this year who has had a better comeback. Now, Jared takes like a million bucks. I don't know. I, I don't know amongst you here who saw the Ric Flair match, but I. Oh, Kimmy did.
3: I spare. I, I believe in self-care, so I didn't want Okay, to well, you know. I, I was there. You were there on top right, of that. That's right. You
2: were there, yeah. Holy smokes. Um, so many she, questions. <laughs> uh, Jarrett carried that match. Like, yeah. he he just made sure everyone was was hitting their spots. He was making sure that everyone was taking care of Rick. And he looked good. He looked fat. I thought his match with Effie was perfectly serviceable the one that they did at yeah. um at, 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 G- at gcw at the at the world mm-hmm. so you know it's like everything is i you know i i could uh, jared is going to pull his weight here that's yeah. the thing and everyone's going to pull pull their weight I'm this match is absolutely okay it's gonna it's gonna be whatever it is and we're here we're here for some jeff Jarrett sting interaction that's what we want but without having to sit through a 10 minute singles match. And this is why I appreciate this, this run that sting is on is because we, you know, he doesn't have to carry this all by himself, which could potentially be a disaster. It's a little smoke and mirrors, but look at the memories that this is creating. Look at what we're thinking when we're talking about sting and his run. We're being like, Jesus, what a fantastic run he's been having, but it's all been tag team matches. It's all been multi-man matches. And, and that's genius. Actually. It's perfect. It's working fine. Yeah, man. Uh, And Jeff Jarrett called everyone
3: slap nuts, which popped the shit out of me.
0: Oh, boy. Um, But, guys, of course, you can see Sting at Full Gear this Saturday, not Sunday. This Saturday at Full Gear. And you can also see Sting December 3rd. Shameless promo. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Contest of Champions. Sarge is going to be there. Sting's going to be there. Matt Cardona's going to be there. Nick Aldis and a bag of potato chips is going to be there. Get your tickets now. Tom's River, New Jersey, December 3rd. That being said, guys. Why is there a bag of potato chips going to be there? All, all
3: and, this, and and all, and, yes,
2: and and yes. from what I und- and I, where I understood, it's accompanying Nicaldus. Wait, what? No, no, no. Right? The bag of potatoes is I, the, the bag of potato chips is with Nicaldus? Is that what I'm understanding? So I, I, I
0: don't know how Excalibur does it. That's it. Well, we're <laughs> we're at at the end of the line here. Is this the point in the show where Kimmy yells at me? Yes,
1: you're forgetting the trios match. I, well, that's with I- the elite, and then the main event. What the hell, Rob?
0: No, no. Well, I was going to say this is this the point where I say it's the main event and you yell at me. And yes, it is. My timing's getting better. Um, Let's talk about Kimmy. What do you got?
1: It is the return of the people who never lost those titles. The people who their appearance was the first question on the media scrum today. The elites versus the death triangle. Is this where I also say my prediction? Yes. Okay. Um, if the elite somehow lose, it is the dumbest decision Tony Khan has made this year. The elite will win, and then the House of Black will come out at the end, and everyone will be oh so happy.
0: Oh, you might be right about that little surprise at the end there, Kimmy. Um, I've I've been kind of up and down on Death Triangle like uh, the whole time they've been together, whether someone was injured or someone was out or there are visa issues. Um, I always felt like you know Penta. You also hate
3: factions.
0: Oh, I hate that. Fa- I hate faction. No, I don't hate factions. I hate over-factionism, and that's a- definitely been another consistent on the show for sure. Uh, that being said, Penta and Ray ha- are two of my favorites uh, in AEW, or wrestlers of all time. That six-man... On Dynamite, guys, uh, um, the most vicious Dynam- most vicious day of AEW I've ever seen. I'll leave it at that. That being said, Ray Phoenix, um, AR Fox in that match. That was amazing. Six-man tag. Very, very, very good. It was awesome. I love that match. I wish it was on a pay-per-view just like that. No commercial breaks, commercial no breaks. nothing. Selfishly... Uh, I want Ray Phoenix and Penta to just be together without Pac, but at the same time, I don't want them to lose the belts. I just feel like Pac has always been the heel. They've always been the faces. It's just it's never quite worked until recently. Now that they've won the belts, it's starting to gel. But I feel like they're going to lose them, like Kimmy said. Um, The elite uh, uh, allegedly or apparently didn't do anything wrong, weren't in the wrong. I don't know what happened. None of us know what happened. Uh, That being said... It seems like hopefully everyone's happy. They get the belts back. I kind of want uh, Phoenix and Penta selfishly to separate from PAC. Um, and to Bill's point, I'm not huge on the factionism anyway. And everybody's happy. Warren, what do you got?
2: Uh, but the Elite win. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm glad they're back. I love <laughs> it, guys. I, I, I it. mean, it, it's really just as simple as that. Um, and uh, And I think the pay-per-view needed something like this at the same time. I think it needed the elite showing back up and, uh, and, and then getting people maybe, maybe squeezing a couple of uh, thousand extra buys out of people were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tune in. I want to see, I want to see uh, the Jacksons and, and, and Kenny again. Sure. Um, I mean, all points to this match being uh, a potential show stealer. I think there's two show stealers on this match here. This one here and uh, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. We spent so much time talking about the about the titles, but you know, I think this match has the potential, the, the, the women's uh, world yeah. title match, has the potential to be the best women's match that AEW has put on so far. But I digress. Back to the trios. Uh, you know if these guys look, we know the Lucha Bros and and, and the Jacksons have ridiculous amounts of chemistry. Uh, We've seen pack and Kenny Omega go at it on singles. They're fantastic. all the elements are there. What are we even talking about? This is going to be great.
0: Yeah. And, and I should have said that earlier, but you're right. A lot of favorites in this match. Bucks are always crisp. Uh, Kenny, this is going to be a lot of clean, crisp work. I love the high flying stuff. I'm here for it. Potential show stealer, potential should I go match the? I don't want to get ahead of myself. Shows too. I'm really excited for this one, Bill.
3: Um, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong. These guys did these guys fight in the finals for the trios title? I
0: was thinking that I was thinking too. That I forget.
3: Forget. Um, because that's the thing. Like, who did they find the trios? Kimmy, since it, it. was
1: the dark in the finals.
3: Finals, yeah. finals. Yeah. Oh, it was dark order.
1: Yeah, it was okay, dark it, order.
3: I, hey, stuff. A lot of things happened that night. So, um, yeah, yeah. I look forward to this because of everyone has a rich history together a great chemistry and like warren said like this is like kind of and then going off one of my points too is this this is the return of the fun and this is just going to be the stuff that put aew on the map and this is the return of that and it's like okay everybody it's like we're we're home now so let's 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 forget all that stuff happened because remember we barely have had kenny omega for nearly a year we had like three matches and we haven't had them essentially for full time for a year, and the Bucks were, you know, Bucks, you know, had a pretty solid year, but we'll see them back, and I'm looking forward to finding out what's going to happen. And you know, Warren, I, I saw a clip from that podcast you did, and they, they were talking about how the AEW doesn't have that focus on the tag teams right now as they should. Then they don't. You're, whoever said that was 100 percent correct. <clears throat> but I think now you're going to see with the Bucks back. They're the tag team bookers, man. You're going to see the focus on the trios and the tag teams. And I think seeing fun trios matches and developing new fun trios is just going to be great. I don't know if we get House of... I mean, it would be very awesome if House of Black came out at the end. That would be super cool. Um, I actually think they... I wouldn't be stunned if they kicked the pay-per-view off with this. But um, just to get the crowd going. I wouldn't be surprised either. And House of Black coming out for that would be cool. And you've got a lot of stuff we can do here. And eventually, I think the feel good story for this is uh, Hangman and the Elite act together.
0: Yeah, this is a great card. Like, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of theories Very underrated. on these matches. It's, it's really great. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm be seeing you, Kimmy, and Bill there. Um, and guys, I think it's time for the main event. We got John Moxley, the AEW, not. I just, the, I just
3: love how Orange Cassidy does that now, and he yeah. has his own microphone. I just, so he just, just like, pulls it I I'm like
0: this it. is good. This is good. John Moxley, the AEW not interim world champion, versus MJF. We've seen so many theories here. Uh, I heard theories when I was leaving the venue last night. That I was kind of like, oh, um, Bill has kind of been teasing. He's got some things in the work on this podcast. Some things are painfully obvious that maybe they're a red herring or a misdirect. There's so much going on. I've Bill, nothing. do you do you want to go first so someone doesn't steal your thunder?
3: No one's gonna. Fucking come up with this dumb shit I have. So you want to take oh, it home? Yeah, no, I'll I'll do it. Fine. Okay. You know, listen. I'm like, I, I slept like two hours last night. I'm I'm ready to go. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it's, I'm sick and things aren't working well. Um, uh, uh, so I think, uh, the line, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, is convincing the world he didn't exist. And the very obvious version of that is MJF is the heel. He hired the firm. Yeah, no shit. Why do you think that pop didn't happen last night when he was beating up the firm? We all know it's fake. We all know it, this is all a ruse. But the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was that he's William Regal. <laughs> and William Regal is actually going to be the J.J. Dillon, I think, to MJF's Ric Flair. I think he is going to turn on Moxley. And I don't think he's the only one to turn on Jon Moxley. I think young Wheeler Yuta is going to turn on really? John Moxley. And join MJF. Why, Bill? Why do you why is everyone's favorite steel drum playing son of a bitch gonna turn on John Moxley in the Blackpool Combat Club? Well, never forget he had problems with Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson was trying for the heart and love and affection of Daniel Garcia, Wheeler's number one rival. John Moxley referred to him as a young boy in a promo. Shooter was his young boy. He carried his bags. Wheeler Uta was in Best of the Super Juniors. He was ROH Pure Champion. And who was the only guy to show Wheeler Uta respect? Maxwell Jacob Friedman shook his hand. Something he has never, ever done. He shook Wheeler's hand after that match. And he might be saying, Bill, you're going crazy right now. And you're goddamn right I am. Because I'm not done. Because we are going <laughs> to get that faction that the pinnacle never was. The pinnacle should have been the greatest thing going, but it wasn't. And that's why I think potentially you could add two more people to this group. You need some muscle. The boring answer is W. Morrissey. The awesome answer is Powerhouse Hobbs. Why? If you're looking to build the next generation of top young stars, why not take the biggest, baddest, scariest son of a bitch that you have put him with Maxwell Jacob Friedman, give him the rub that he needs, allow him to become a star and also a muscle and and the the fearsome beast that you unleash on your opponents. And then finally, well, fuck it. Who's the Tully? Who's going to be the guy who is going to rival MJF? And he's got nothing to do. He's got no friends. His other friends try to murder him. And who's eventually going to have the dissension with MJF? Adam Cole, baby, he, these two guys running roughshod, and what does Adam Cole do? Adam Cole becomes the Ring of Honor champion. Everyone's draped in gold, and there you fucking go. That is your new Four Horsemen. That is your faction that runs AEW until Max and Adam decide. They don't like each other, and they're going to fight. Will that happen? Of course it won't, but it's a pretty fucking cool idea. I have a lot of time on my hands, but I do think <laughs> that, that Regal does turn on him uh, on him. And I do think there is a better than zero percent chance that Wheeler does turn on Moxley in the Blackpool Combat Club. Well, and also, if you put that faction together, what does that give you? Well, you have immediate built in rivalries with Wardlow, Ricky Starks, the elite by extension, the Dark Order And just about anyone else, because those are four guys everyone fucking hate. So, yeah, you have good stuff coming here. But long and short of it, Max is going to win this because he is. He deserves to win this belt. He is so fucking over. He's going to be in a major potential Oscar bait movie next year. The dude is doing things, cutting the best promos of his life. And we're talking about... Waiting, 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 waiting. The time is here. We have hit the zero hour on MJF. It is time to put the belt on him. And Tony Khan, I swear to Jesus Christ off the cross, if you hear this and use my idea, fucking hire me. I hate my job. Just hire me. I got more great ideas. Imagine if what that took me out a car ride for my house to the Jersey Shore, what I could think of getting paid full time to do it. You're welcome. Good night.
0: That's it. Because Bill Bodkin's better than you, and you know it. Um, I mean, not true. You're, you're but, you pretty know. great. You're pretty great, Bill. Um, I think you hit a lot of things on the head. Like you kind of lost me at the, the like my own the, the faction thing. Like,
3: <laughs> well, I yeah, you heard the word faction. You're like, pretty much, yeah. well,
0: plus, <laughs> plus around like MJF. Like we've seen how the pinnacle worked out. Like this, but it's f-
3: but it didn't work. It should have worked better. Sure. And this is why I'm saying like big fetch happened. Guys, you fucking owe me for fucking up. How could you fuck up that group? And they did.
0: Um... Well, even, like, The Firm, like, it's, again, like, so many moving pieces. And the only thing I, I did like about The Firm, and I'm not talking about individual people. I'm talking about, like, the idea of, like, a faction on retainer. Like, I thought that would, like, apply to everybody. Like, I thought that was kind of a cool. still can. Something to, yeah, and it still can. I thought that was interesting. Maybe that'll come into play, actually, Bill. Like, you know, someone else gets The Firm. But I think, like, the big thing is, like, aha, they're trying to get us because, you know, Max really is. Um And first of all, I love that he's tough. Towing that line so well. He cut a big promo after they went off the air last night. Um, You guys check it out on our channel. Um, And it was really, really cool. It was super face. He called Tony out. They had a conversation. He's putting Tony Khan over. Uh, I almost got a cavity. It was so sweet. Like, it was really... uh, He's really towing that line. And to me, if there wasn't the pay-per-view this Saturday, not Sunday, um, I think that you should just drag that out. I like it when people tow that line. Again, I'm not so... you know, it's interesting, and it's funny to see how people can execute that. That being said, the you know, strike while the iron's hard, uh, hot, excuse me. Um like Bill, like, Bill, like Bill said, zero hour. Like, now is the time to put the gold on Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, I'm walking out of the venue, and someone says to me, because I don't know when it actually went off the air last night, but you see Moxie walks back through the heel tunnel – um, MJF is in the ring uh, as it signs off, and Regal's at the top of the ramp, and he's still on the ramp. Mox is already back there. I don't know when it cut off. I don't know if the camera showed Regal. Mm. You no, know, I don't know if it did or not. Mm. Which is telling. But Regal's just looking back at MJF, but like kind of looking at him, you know, like you know, you son of a, you know, whatever, like blah blah blah. I'm with it's Moxley, like- you know. So I don't know. Um, and I'm I'm literally leaving, and the guy next to me goes, "Oh, it's 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 Regal," and I'm just like. Yep, but now everyone's kind of saying it's regal, so it's making me think it's not. Regardless, MJF, right now, it's time. Mox, Renee, have a great vacation. Very well deserved. Very, very well deserved. Uh, Max is going to hold the title for a while. Will he still toe that line? I think maybe. 2024. He I think 2024. it would be fun. And then you got to, you know, maybe drop it when you go start filming that movie. That's where I'm at. Is it going to be regal? Is it going to be something completely out of the blue? I lo- I like this booking because there's so many theories and moving parts. Throw me off. Fool me. I, I think it's going to be really interesting. I'll throw it to Kimmy. Warren, you can take us home. Kimmy, what do you got?
1: Oh, Rob, you're so you're kind of thinking, but you're not. And I hate <laughs> that I talk to Bill every day because we have the same theory, but minus one thing. It's not going to be Wheeler. It's going to be Brian instead of wheeler that turns but hold on we'll get to that in a second so this is why it's gonna be regal so remember that first promo that they cut in the ring and they were talking about brass knuckles and mjf could have hit regal with the brass knuckles so let's do full so let's do full story right what if he used so he used these brass knuckles to win the title storytelling, people. WWE, I think we should take notes. So, Regal and MJF... They they know. They
3: they produce movies, brother. They produce movies.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. So, Regal and MJF, (laughs) buddy old pals, champion, yay. But, you know, we talked about this earlier. Brian's feeling pretty left out in the BCC. He's angry. He's frustrated. But one thing is that him and Regal have always been close. So, if he wants to evolve and better himself... Let's move on. Let's follow mm-hmm. Regal. Let's see what this new kind of faction's gonna bring him. Maybe some better success. So it will be Brian Danielson. It will be MJF and it will be Willie Regal together again. Yay.
0: Interesting, a lot of lot of faction stuff going on here. Warren, the voice of reason. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, saying. not with what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, yes. boy. so
3: oh god, I hope it involves like Godzilla and ten other things happening at the same time. Would <laughs> be fucking great. Bruce Springsteen shows up, it's a fucking ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I go?
2: love, I love the path that 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 Bill set up, and I and and Kimmy, I, I think just cherried... The, this beautiful Sunday with the with Brian Danielson being the guy who turns because Danielson's been a, he's been a little pissy he's been oh, nobody oh yeah well, I've got the I've got the I've got the new kid uh, telling me uh, I shouldn't have met my hero kind of thing well fuck you you know kind of things like you, know, you don't get to sit under the the greatness that is Brian Danielson the best the, the 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 best uh wrestler to ever do it out of North America you know you don't get that kid. Um, I'm, I'm going to go complete other path because the line that sticks to me as well was the, you know, the greatest trick, the devil ever pulled thing. What if, what if CM Punk made us believe. Fuck. <laughs> what if, what if the devil made us believe that the greatest trick he ever pulled was making you believe he didn't exist that he was gone and what if he's not and what if he shows up and what if he and mjf high five shake their hands and they're like tony khan we're taking you down you mother f-.
3: because fucker. fucker motherfucker is what you're working for
2: yeah that's yeah. what yes uh, you know it's, uh, i'm canadian uh I know, the- a <laughs> because both of them can- both of them have issue can like real or not can have issue with it mjf uh, left for a couple of months, right? He was like, you're not paying me enough to on and so forth, and and all of a sudden, he's off TV. CM Punk, well, we don't have to rehash that tread, right? They so,
3: both, eat, both eat muffins in the ring at the end of
2: the night? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go to Mindy's. I'll end up going to Mindy's for the night. Uh, but look... I'm doing this just out of pure fantasy because I myself have trouble, uh, trouble believing it. It is the most tinfoil hat thing to do, right? Because there is, there are so many elements that connect too hard with real life to really say the whole thing was a work. People were fired. Lawyers were involved, right? Uh, uh, You know, uh, uh, stockholders were worried. Um, well, I mean, there's no stockholders, but I mean, like people involved in AEW who had, you know, who have uh, uh, an interest. I'm sure in Warner.
3: Even, I'm sure Warner Brothers was concerned.
2: You know, there was a lot of concern that came out of this, and and uh, I, there's there's so. And then on top of that, here's the thing: is that if everyone feeding the news sites, telling them things, Matt Hardy coming on his podcast and saying, you know, the elite did nothing wrong, so on and so forth. So many people in that locker room spilling beans on different levels. You don't know who exactly, but there is, that would mean that you would have to have dozens upon dozens upon dozens of people involved in this work, which is, Quite possibly impossible to pull off because what's the opposite? Working your locker room, which is a terrible idea. Because, just in case, you know, just to make sure we're all on the same wavelength, <laughs> indie promoters if management if management starts working the locker room it creates paranoia amongst the the members of said locker room because you don't know who to trust and worse than that you don't trust management you don't trust the booker because the booker could be out to fuck you and you'll never really know there it is so at so there's so many there's still so many things that defy conventional wisdom in seeing that to, to the to 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 show that CM Punk can't show back he can't come back he won't be back but by god okay and again we'll talk about this next week starting sunday we'll fit we'll figure it out if if it did happen just if 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 greatest work of all time greatest wrestling work of all time. might have started to shoot. Don't get me wrong.
3: Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, and then everyone you
2: know, realized, oh shit, we can make money with this. And then, and then, you know, everyone cools down because they haven't been talking much about the video game either. You know, it's they, just, it's just, just like, uh, just, like, uh little yeah, things. Don't forget, Sam Punk is on the cover. You know, there's, are you telling me that they they really couldn't? They, there's not enough time to change the cover art. The game hasn't gone gold yet. What are you talking about? like it's not even out it's it's not out it's not even it it, 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 it's not even finalized they haven't blocked into code which is going gold that's what it is it's like it's there's so much still lingering still there that you could that you know you could get your yarn and your push pins and start connecting you absolutely could but there's there's just and the cold cabana stuff like there's too much real shit Tony Khan being, I'll tell you, like the biggest red flags that I have here in in regards to holy shit, maybe just maybe, you know, sure MJF is dropping the lines, right? He's dropping the lines, but it's MJF. MJF knows how to work the audience. He can make try to make them believe one thing, pull one way, but then go the other. That's fine, right? Um, Tony Khan always saying, "I can't comment. I can't comment. I can't comment," you know, and that that. And today, didn't he say on the, on, 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 yeah. uh, on the junket that, but I appreciate his contributions. I'm like, okay. That's one. Th- okay. Fair. Very corporate. It's nothing out of the, uh, n- nothing unusual, but it's interesting nonetheless. The timing is, but Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer has always been r- r- over the past two weeks, I'd say, being particularly vague, dropping stuff like, Oh, I know stuff from both parties, but I can't talk about it. I can't speak on it. It's like, sure, no doubt. But then he's like, you know, theoretically speaking. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Theoretically speaking, do you really think that the Cold Cabana stuff is... Do you really think CM Punk is... What would you think if CM Punk was connected to the Cold Cabana stuff? You know, it's like, but theoretically speaking. They're like, okay, just, Dave, just, what do you know? Just, just the spitball in here. Uh, you know, <laughs> just... just what do you know? So these are all, I, I mean, look, there's, I'm, I am completely aware right now of how insane this sounds, you know, but there's mo- the thing with the work shoot that you always have to keep in mind is that the question that you always have to get to is how is this going to make money? You know, that's, that's the thing. And in this situation with this work shoot, there is a lot of fucking money still to be made. That's the thing. That's why it's not like, oh, is Nick Aldis and Billy Corbett a shoot? Who cares? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's it's being handled poorly. No one is going to make a, a dime off of whatever they're doing right now. Well, but
3: Tyrus wrestles the NWA style, so he's going to make money.
2: He's going to be fine.
3: He'll be but fine. He, he's on Fox News.
2: But the but the point is, is that you, now you you flip you flip this around. You end up you you, you know you're like, why would you work shoot? You know, your audience like that as well, because there's people who are going to be so super mad to have been worked if that's the people, but people are still good. People are going to tune in 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 droves on Wednesday night to see CM Punk and MJF in the ring together, cutting a promo, letting it all hang out if it happens. Well, Warren, look at all
3: the people you just mentioned who have been talking. Matt Hardy. Carniest is the fucking Carney.
2: Oh yeah, and and a friend Chris to Jer- the
3: Jacksons, uh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. everyone else, it, it, no one who's not an old school quote unquote brother, you know, has hasn't said a peep. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't heard Ricky Starks say anything. You haven't heard like Ethan Page. You know, you don't, like you haven't heard Dante Martin. You know, people like that. You know, Orange Cassidy obviously is not talking, but it's like, (laughs) but it's, it's the people who are the veterans, who people are going to listen to, who are the lightning rods for controversy. As you speak, even Cabana talks about a lot of it too. He had an art of wrestling stuff he was talking about. I didn't listen to it yet, but he talks about in vaguer terms, the, the story, but think about this. They're on the hook with CM Punk for millions. Why not get the most mileage out of it? And if you're CM Punk who was on a, an MMA thing the other day, he's like, "I'm here for the fights. Don't worry, I'm not going to get involved in one." If you're involved in a fucking lawsuit and um shit's going down, you don't make a flippant joke like that. Yeah. But again, it all could just be you no know, nothing happens, but
0: fuck man, if it did. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really, really interesting. Um They would be raw
3: in ratings for the uh, next week, I guarantee
0: it. A, a couple of people in the chat saying Warren might be onto something here. Uh, I want to actually shout
2: out
3: again. It's all tinfoil.
2: Like, like I just want to be clear because I'm sort of just doing a, a, a you know, a, another level of discussion because Kimmy and and and, and Bill I think have a, an extremely probable scenario that that makes sense. And no, but it really it makes sense, and it would be exciting. And it, it I'm just like, okay, well, look let let's just let's go crazy a little bit, but I am not advocating this. Do not go out there and say Warren Hayes told it. Mm-hmm. gotcha. We're just
0: spitballing here. It's
3: inside, inside brother Warren Hayes is like you know, telling us the truth.
2: That's the, yeah, that's that's the page there's page there. only
3: one insider on this podcast we know, we know I'll
2: tell you one thing. if that happens on Saturday, I'm fucking playing the lotto. I'll tell you one thing,
0: <laughs> my dude. Love it. Uh, I do want to read this comment before we get to the shameless promo and good stuff, guys. I'm like, I'm seriously just like very proud to have you guys here. Like, uh, sure. this is a great show. And you guys are also very smart and in touch with everything. Like, I'm very excited for Saturday. Jimmy's very
3: color coordinated.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um,
3: recent... You
1: missed it. We talked about this. already.
3: I listen. I ran in from another podcast. Does she man. have a bow on? Does it look like
2: she's had? Have... She... It's a bow, right?
1: It's a, it's a bandana. She's going, it's going for a, a new. She's
2: going for a new Jack look. Oh, see, I called it a bow. I'm uh, I'm so fucking old. Okay. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was a bow, Join the club.
0: Um, Reese in the chat. I thought this was worth saying on the pod before we close out. Uh, Reese, if you are right on this, I'll give you a spot on our next AEW panel. And Reese, and thank you so much for always Take supporting the
3: show. If you're right, I'm going to give you a smooch.
0: <laughs> Thanks for always supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, Rob, I'm going to out crazy Bill. When MJF wins, it won't be regal turning. TK becomes the Bischoff of AEW. Oh, Very interesting. Very okay. interesting.
3: Okay. What? Okay. Reese, respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> could that happen? Yes, it could. I can one hundred percent see why you would say that. To me, personally, again, respectfully. Don't take this the wrong way. I hate that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I it just, I don't. I and I get why you're saying this. Traditional wrestling. Mindset said, the last 20 years, you'd be like, yes, that makes all the sense in the world, especially given that promo. Those yarn things you're putting together, perfect sense. Yeah. I personally would just, I don't need Tony Khan as a heel. I saw Vince Russo do it. It was bad. I've seen a lot of people do it. It's its, it's an old trope that I don't think ever needs to come back. Like, And I would hate it. You're a wonderful person.
0: It was, for supporting I, the
3: Bob culture podcast.
0: I just hate it. it w- I felt it was worth reading before we got out of here. Very, it, very, it's a good, very good stuff. It is good. Hey guys, before we get out of here, we're all about that shameless promo here on the BCP. Kimmy, tell them what you got coming up here.
1: I'm just going to say one thing. See, I'm limiting myself. One thing. Russell Cade next week. Oh, best convention be so of the year. And I'm not just saying that. Sean Ross says it. And if Sean Ross is saying it, you know I'm damn right. So I am going to be with my favorite people in the world. The baddies. Because why the hell not? That's all I'm with. It's just the three of them. I will I am the fourth. You know, I'm endorsed. Jade needs to know this. I almost told Tony Khan today on the media call. I was like, you know, the fourth baddies on this call, TK, just letting you know. Stuff, but yeah, man. if you're in. If you're in the North Carolina area, you should come because Cage is the headliner. Who? But yeah, you should come. There's like over a hundred names there, so come. Are they doing the oh, Cage website? Are they yes, doing the show again so. too? They are.
3: Oh, nice. Good. Those shows are always good.
0: Check out our friends, uh, Parker Kane mm. Promotions, down there as well. That's all you got, Kimmy. You hey, said yeah, that's just- it. All right. Well, awesome job. Yeah, really great job. Because tonight, I'm not
1: going to sit here for an hour and go through like every single yeah, thing I do. Like Kimmy people off, get but... bored. No. And then this is when people log off. Check, like, I know.
3: Check out Kimmy's um, recap of the media call of Tony Khan and her predictions in the third installment of Team Mike versus Team Kimmy with Mike Mueller and Kimmy on the popbreak.com, both dropping tomorrow.
0: That's it. Oh, you're so nice. Bill, What? what's what this popbreak.com you speak of?
3: It's a wonderful little pop culture website that I have been running for 13 years and named after the film Point Break. And I told Keanu Reeves that, and he looked at me and went, awesome! Whoa. True story. Wonderful man. Um, Yeah, check out popbreak.com. every single day. We're doing awesome stuff. Talk about wrestling. Talk about film, TV, music. All forms of pop culture. We've been shooting a ton of great concerts. Go check it out. Um, We're at... As for as long as Twitter's still around, we're at the pop break on Twitter, at the pop break on Instagram. If you must follow me, I am at bodkin rice, which is a whole bunch of wrestling references you guys will get. Uh, most other people are just like, God, I think he, I, I, maybe he should start drinking again. This is, this is very bad. What is happening? Um, you know, we'll see. Who's to say? um But yeah, check out Pop Break. I'll be having a piece on Andor, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. I host the co-host the Socially Distanced Podcast. Drops every single fr- Socially Distanced Podcast drops every single Friday. All your favorite streaming platforms. And this week dropped the final original episode of Bill Versus the MCU, where we ca- talk about Wakanda Forever, She Hulk, and Werewolf by Night. And then the next month we're doing our award show. So check it out on the Breakcast feed on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms.
0: That's it, Kristen, in the chat. How are you all still awake? Darn it, Con, in your twelve-hour papers, you ain't wrong. We're running long. I'm ready. A great show. I'm so proud of you guys. You ain't wrong though. Warren, tell everyone where they can follow you, man. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to every single. Oh, uh, you're week. too
2: kind. It's all. It's always so much fun to come on the the Bob Culture Show. I enjoy all of you so tremendously. It's always a fun time to talk with you. Thank you again for inviting me uh so uh yeah the mr warren hayes show it's a pod. is that's my podcast because that's what i do that's what we all do i guess not really but uh youtube.com slash mr warren hayes is where i record the podcast live every tuesday night on top of that on thursdays i do a deep dive into the previous night's aw so i do a, a dynamite so i do an AEW dynamite review uh that's it every every thursday on top of that uh, that is pre-recorded, but you can also find everything on your favorite podcast uh, platform as well. I'm there too. Uh, Twitter is on its dying breaths. Uh, so uh, yeah you know I'm you can follow me there if you want. you know if, you, if you're like one last go, you know it's kind of like, hey, you know the the meteor is crashing into Earth should we make out? Well, why don't you come follow Mr. Warren Hayes before <laughs> before the planet explodes? Uh, <laughs> I would say that to my wife and she'd be like <laughs> <laughs> uh, again is <laughs> now um, uh, but Mr. Warren Hayes is where you can find me on all social media and you can also all my links are collected at koji.to that's K-O-J-I dot T-O slash Mr. Warren Hayes everything is there as well I've got a nice. discord on top of that if you want to keep talking with people who enjoy professional wrestling there you go but uh, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes that's not going anywhere that's, what you sh- that's where you should go.
0: Love it. Last comment. Vince, the voice uh, in the chat saying, still awake. Great work again, guys. I enjoyed it very much. You were all very knowledgeable. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us. Great show, guys. Thank you for making the time. Check out AEW Full Gear this Saturday. Some of us will be at the Prudential Center, but get a bleacher report, guys. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive,
3: take care of each other. We out. Tony, Tony Khan, books too Cold Scorpio.